0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of the Switchaboo Podcast. My name is Alex Harding. I'll be your host, and today, as always, I'm joined by my co-host Nathan Rudge. We've done 19 of these things already. 19, yeah, nearly up to 20. That's a milestone. Just like and... the
1: milestone we recently reached.
0: Yes, we'll get to that <laughs> nice eventually. <segue>.
1: Calm down.
0: <laughs> and the Don't one jump saying the to gun, yeah, <laughs> the one saying to calm down. I want to congratulate actually because he has been promoted. To the cynical guy, Jake Mouncey. Oh, cool! Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't, have <laughs> <is> no- <laughs> don't have an assistant anymore. Don't have an assistant anymore. But moving on, so we have a, obviously the Nintendo Direct happened. That's pretty much all we're going to be talking about, um, aside from you know all the other stuff that we do. But super excited to get into it. I actually want to. I actually want to ask before and after we get into d- that discussion, if you had to give it out of ten, Nathan. First up, what would you give that Direct? Uh,
1: probably a solid eight nine because mm-hmm. it was a genuinely really solid direct covered a lot of like you know games and stuff across multiple genres and it was just really well done
0: I agree Plus, as well you know, I w-
1: big news that we will talk about <laughs> hmm.
0: yeah I'm gonna say eight it would have been nine if not four actually you yeah,
1: no, that's a good point thanks so. that's a good point I'll yeah
0: go to eight because of that <laughs> yeah. it had its highs and lows uh Jake I'm curious about your what you will give it uh probably about a seven. That's still pretty good.
2: Like yeah, it was good, but there was like not much that like personally I cared about. And mm. just a lot of dumb things that we'll get into eventually. <laughs> <laughs> we will get there.
0: <laughs> but first up obviously we'll start off with what we've been playing. Um Jake, why don't you start us off on that one?
2: All right. Uh, luckily for you, I haven't really been playing a lot because uh, this past week I was actually off in Queensland for my brother's wedding. So I'd like to, you know, oh, congratulate my brother and you know, uh, the wife Tegan. Great, great, uh, great wedding there. You my mean the sister-in-law. St- yeah, yeah. My sister-in-law. Yeah. My uh, my legs are still recovering from the nine hours of standing up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all the chairs at the venue no back support uh for someone like me with scoliosis that was hell but uh yeah (laughs) so uh i i did take my uh laptop with me because like like i I wanted to take my switch but uh, but my brain's like no if i take my switch i'm taking work with me (laughs) (laughs) so i brought my laptop i i I brought skatebird uh uh, Mm. since that's uh on pc as well uh kind of forgot to bring my controller so i only got to play it today (laughs) so that was that was a shame yeah i've only played skatebird for about like an hour or so it's good but like there's still some iffy things about it because like it does control like you know a tony hawk game but it's very physics based and more realistic Nah. so like instead of you know like constantly going up ramps and you know just building up speed constantly you gotta like zigzag on the bottom of uh like ramps and half pipes to build up your speed to actually like jump higher and so it's like... more
1: like skate
2: yeah yeah it's more it's more like skate than you know a tony hawk game so like as someone who has never played skate it's uh, a little difficult for me to you know adjust but yeah. uh let's yeah. But yeah, like I'm only an hour in, so yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, my uh my perception of the game improves. Uh but one thing that I did play like while I was over there, like the the only thing I played while I was over there was Darkest Dungeon, because uh, I'm currently uh testing out some mods for a future stream playthrough, kind of like what I did with uh XCOM 2, <laughs> and it's uh it's gotten to the point where it's like. I don't know if I've modded the game to be too easy, or I have just gotten too good at the game. <laughs> that because that that's the thing with Darkest Dungeon is it's a hard game. Yeah. So if you're finding it a bit easy, uh, you're kind of screwing things up. So yeah, but uh, but yeah, that that has been interesting, especially um, uh, some things like uh, last time I played Darkest Dungeon on stream. Uh, uh, a mod author actually showed up in my chat and was talking about like a new class that they were talking about uh, that they were working on and I actually got to test it uh, for, for cool. this playthrough yeah the uh, the milkmaid class really great class <laughs> really really great class I can't wait to show it off so uh, Brett in the off chance that you're you know listening to this you did a good job <laughs> and how my safe friend. for work is it? <laughs> One hundred percent safe for work. It has no booby. Okay, that's good. Okay. It, it it is fine. Yes, he was talking about. <laughs> I remember when he was first talking about. It's it like, why does everyone always think of boobs when they hear the word milkmaid? <laughs> like, uh, they, I, think that we, I think we know why. I mean and that 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 guy is so precious. Clearly, <laughs> he he's so innocent. <laughs> and yeah, like an, another thing I want to talk about before I move on. I want to. Uh, give a shout out to the uh, another Darkest Dungeon uh, modder Marvin Sayer. Uh Shout out to him. He did such a good job on like artwork and uh, you know his own mods of his own. Uh, he now works at Red Hook Studios working on Darkest Dungeon Two.
0: That's really cool. I yeah. love stories like that.
2: <laughs> good on him. He makes he makes good stuff. He, he makes some good stuff. That's what we like but, to yeah. see. Like you know oh, yeah. the the yeah. devs
1: supporting the community like
2: team. Yeah, and the uh, the last thing that I've been playing is uh while I was away I got an email from Three Four Three Industries uh saying that I got an invite to the Halo Infinite multiplayer test. Yeah. So I've been playing that all day, dude. Halo Infinite is shaping up to be a really good game. Mm, like oh that. boy, oh boy, like. <sighs> Just the pure nostalgia factor they've managed to nail. It feels like classic Halo, but with more, like, new stuff in it. <laughs> it, it, it mm. It's great. It feels like I've gone back in time, back in the day, in my early teens. Like, hanging out with my friends, playing, uh, like, Halo 2 multiplayer. Unironically, eating, like, Mountain Dew... Uh, eating Doritos and Mountain Dew and smoking water and other legal substances uh (laughs) but uh yeah it's great uh my one my one concern though uh, i think a lot of people have also talked about it is um uh the removal of uh like red versus blue you know like enemy team is red you guys are blue so it's easy to understand like who to shoot at in multiplayer Instead, what they've done is they've made, um, like, a little red outline on the enemies, which uh, gets brighter whenever you shoot at them. Mm, like, okay, it, yeah. it, it's okay. It's okay, but there are at times where, like, you're, like uh, when moving the camera around too fast, it takes a second to, like, uh, to notice that there's, like, a red outline around the person, especially if they're using, like, a blue skin. Yeah for the that yeah, for their Spartan. That's like they are fixing that, but like and it used to be worse in the first multiplayer test, but uh it still needs a little bit of extra work. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I think that was different. meant to be a launch title game.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glad that didn't happen. I mean they, they I mean that's the point of these stress tests, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, I mean I I'm, I'm personally really excited for the, for the full release. I mean, I I'm not really a online multiplayer kind of guy, so I'm just excited for the campaign. But,
2: um yeah, dude, same.
0: Yeah, like if they've been saying like more open areas, um, which I'm curious about because Halo was mostly linear for the most part. Yeah, so. yeah, and like
2: turning Halo into an open world game, like when I first heard that, my interest just plummeted. It was like I don't care. I don't care about this mm. anymore. Then I they mean, showed my, the the multiplayer. It's like, okay, okay, yeah, now you got my again. attention.
0: <laughs> my, I mean my my interest didn't plumber or anything, but I, I just my curiosity peaked. Mm. I was like, how is this going to work? So, because you know, I linear games, open world games, I don't really mind. So it depends on what I, what I'm in the mood for, but yeah. I'm just really curious how they're going to do it and how how it's gonna how it's gonna work. Yeah,
2: just like personally for me, open world games like they've been just so much
0: they have
1: in been.
2: in the past like 10 years like pretty much every game Ubisoft has made in the past 10 years has been an open world game that plays exactly the same
0: yeah just yeah. a
2: different skin i'm just bored of it
0: i think ever since skyrim and then you know they've kind of adopted that yeah but it's good it's good when when you know companies do it differently like breath of the wild i suppose mm. but yeah you can that can can kind of get uh, t- tiresome after a while as well. Uh, Nathan, uh, for, I mean, obviously, first off, your Nintendo facts. Okay,
1: I'm, because I know you're, you're very excited for Banjo Kazooie, I, yes. I looked for Banjo Kazooie <laughs> facts. Yay! Uh, so I've got two one for Banjo Kazooie, one for Banjo Tooie. Uh, so cool. the Banjo Kazooie one uh, in Mad Monster Mansion, you know, where the gravestone, you've uh, it an egg. Yeah. And it says, thank you. On the initial um, like showing to Nintendo, Nintendo thought Grant Kirkhope was saying another word that we're not allowed to say.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they thought he was saying mm, "you," <laughs> so he had to re-record it a few times before you know it was a bit clearer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that.
1: And the other one for Banjo Tooie. So there was three characters that were not named by Rare. Okay. Uh, so the Nintendo Official Magazine in the UK held a contest giving British fans to name three of the characters. The winners are, like their names were Old King Cole, so a boss. Mm, yeah, yeah, Chris kind of the P. Bacon.
0: The yeah. <laughs> pig in
1: the uh, the British, yeah, you know, swim shorts, course. and Bullion Bill, the uh, old fox in the mines. Oh, uh, nice. And the winners won a original piece of artwork signed by the coders at Rare and a copy of Bantu Tooie. Oh,
0: that's, that's cool. really cool. Yeah. Before it all went downhill. Yeah. We don't <laughs> talk about nuts and bolts here. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually working on a. Like, I started writing a. um. Wasn't there also a, a Game a Boy script? game? Yeah, uh, Gruntilda's Revenge. That's it. I never played it. But yeah, I'm actually writing a script for a video I hope to. I hope to do about banjo Ooh. Your about passion. little, Yeah, exactly. A little tease there, but I won't say too much more. But, yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, yeah, so you've been playing a few games? So I have uh, been playing Monster Harvest.
1: Nice. So this is, you know, what was... Uh, we've mentioned a few times, like, stargy Valley cross Pokemon. In practice, it is Stardew Valley cross Digimon. Because it's the whole, you know, you can't run away from battles. So as soon as you enter a battle, that's it. If they die, they die, and you get their monster essence, which you can then use to increase the soil quality, which increases their base level that they, you know, harvested at.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah okay. that, that that is Digimon. Yes. Yeah. As someone who is uh, currently streaming Digimon Cyber Sleuth at the moment, yeah, that is 100% Digimon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, it's it's more of a grind, and like, it just, and everything, like, it's a good game, it is well executed. I did encounter a couple of bugs, like, where I uh, was trying to put something into something, I didn't realise where it was meant to go, and then I clipped into the wall, and I couldn't get out. Huh. So I just turned oh, it off. Oh, fun. So I just turned it off, started again, lost like, you know, maybe two minutes of time. So it wasn't too bad because, you know, it hasn't okay. save after every day. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's it's a good game. It's just, to me, it lacked its own personality apart from, you know, it's a farming life sim with a gimmick. Mm.
0: Did you give it 6 out of 10, didn't you?
1: Yeah, because it had, like, it just... It was just, like I said, it was a solid, like, game. It just had a few issues and didn't feel like a like its It's own own thing thing. yeah Yeah. which is unfortunate but and it's more grindy than you know your monster capture thing is you want to make bonds with these things but these are just generic things and you just keep growing it you can only have one of each plant because they'll kill each other if they if you have another one so you can't just go oh here's Mm -hmm. all my potatoes are now plants to go grind as far as i can it's like no you can't yeah okay and I think you can only get like four crops in each season to, you know, prevent you going as far as you can. So it's like, mm. it's, it's artificially it. like limiting yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, today I went over to a friend's house and we played some Smash Bros as well.
0: That's always fun.
1: Yeah. Um, got the rust off a bit. <laughs> Have not touched the game since, uh, was it Jake streamed it last?
2: <laughs> yeah when was that oh boy
1: yeah yeah when you used
2: to do your weekly sunday tournaments yeah i i, I used to stream smash back in the day but the online was so bad i just gave up <laughs> yeah
1: um but you know just did some you know five stock matches items on because you know you gotta have some fun with it and um casual hey you have to have fun <laughs> What's the point in not having fun in a game? A and then game. We, uh, we moved on to... to fun. What was it? The the five-man stock, like, you know, 5v5 thing? Yeah. The squad battles. That's what it is, I think it is. Like, they're fun. about that, yeah. That's actually like, you know, we went, oh, here's a theme. Try and stick to that theme as much as possible without repeating characters and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, good fun. Yeah.
0: I actually... Ironically enough, I played Smash Brothers yesterday for the first time in a while as well, and we did something similar where you had to pick a random character. Uh, I do not like Zero Seat Samus. Yeah, there's
1: yeah. there's a few characters that are like I'm just like I don't know how to play this person. Yeah. And
0: yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard when you main when you main a certain character. Who yeah. are all our mains, by the way? Terry. I
1: have a, I have a couple. Um, I what go was Jake? Terry Burgard. Uh, okay, like, yeah.
2: Like, like I have a lot, but like he's the one that I've put the most time into.
1: Yeah, gotcha. I have um, Toon Link is my main one. Yeah, and then I also have Lucas and um, Palutena a bit.
0: Cool. Mine is uh, <laughs> mine is Link, young Link, or Toon Link. Oh, uh, you're fun.
2: <laughs> I like Link. I'm just going to press B the whole match.
0: Hey, it works.
1: <laughs> no, you jump up in the air and press down A.
0: Yeah, down down A when they come close. Um, yeah, bombs and arrows and boomerang from a distance. And this and is why oh.
2: I typically play a lot of characters
1: with, like, reflex counters.
0: <laughs> Damn those characters. <laughs> oh, Also
1: Incineroar. is good. Incineroar's I mean,
0: fun. I, I love it.
2: Incineroar so much. it's good to finally have like a dedicated grappler in smash
0: yeah that's true i should i should practice Incineroar. but that requires Uh, time and effort that does require time yeah which i which none of us have unfortunately uh moving on to so to mine uh i got eastwood so i started playing that uh i'm i'm only about an hour uh, about two hours in so which is still quite a bit early in the game because it's like a 20 hour game. Um, it is there's a lot of dialogue uh, and it's it's not grabbing me so much yet, but I know it's it's one of those games where I think the more I put in the more I'm gonna get out from it. So I'm persevering with it. It's not to say it's bad by any means it's and it's it's beautiful. it really is like it's it's graphics and and pixel art. it's just it's a it's a slow starter, yeah, it's a I'm slow feeling. burn. Yeah, it is a slow burn, but I'll I'll probably say more next Fortnite, I reckon, in the, in the next episode, because still very, very early into it. You swap between, there are two characters, though, you swap between John and Sam. Sam's the little girl, and John is like the uh, bushy beard guy, um, and you can't attack as Sam, you can only stun, um, so it's a bit... Uh, I, whenever Sam, whenever you have to play as Sam, it's it's kind of frustrating. Um, like sometimes the game forces you. There are there are certain story beats where it forces you to play as Sam, and it's just like, oh, I want to go back to, I want to go back to um John where I can hit things with a frying pan. But hmm, that sounds yeah, that sounds yeah. like anti fun. Yeah, but it does. There are some actually interesting puzzles where you play as both and you swap between them sometimes, and that's that is those puzzles are quite good um but yeah still early days with it oh i'm liking it i'm not loving it but i'll have more to say i reckon next time um knights and guns i won't say too much about that one either because i talked about that at length before but uh, in the last episode but again so much fun it's it's mindless mayhem um yeah and you just work across a grid on the on the overworld map not much to it, honestly, but it's yeah, it's mindless fun. I, I still recommend picking it up. I'm pretty sure it still is on sale for like six dollars fifty, like seventy five percent off or something like that. Probably for like another week or two, so I would still recommend picking that up while it's so cheap. Uh, Psychonauts two, and this game is this game is amazing. This game is absolutely fantastic. It's as someone who loves 3D platformers and very witty humor and very clever dialogue. It is. Incredible! It is so good. Everyone has to play Psychonauts too. You will get more out of it if you've played the original, but you don't have to play the original. It's kind of like just get the Game Pass uh, and play both.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're
0: both on, they're both on Game Pass, so I would definitely I would definitely recommend playing the original. But uh, from my discussions about five episodes ago, it's it can be frustrating at times the original, because especially the yeah. last level, which i still have nightmares about like I've,
2: uh, I've played the original but i never finished it
0: yeah yeah and the the newer like psychonauts 2 is better in terms of you know you know like old games where like or classic games where it's very cryptic in a lot of what you need to do yeah you can get very frustrating that happens a lot less in psychonauts 2 but it still but it doesn't feel like it's dumbed down in any kind of way which is which is good. There's there's been a lot of quality of life improvements with Psychonauts 2. and the game is beautiful, especially on Series X. It is incredible on there. Low times are like non-existent as well, which is really cool to see. Ironically though, like I was flicking through the settings and I found a, a like in deep in the settings. There's actually colorblind modes. Which yeah, I remember you really mentioning this was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and it was the weirdest thing to test because there are like there are three well there are three main different types of colorblindness that's you know it's kind of simplifying it a little bit but when I changed it to try to try out the colorblindness that I am it was odd because I don't see the world that way I see the world normally through my eyes so when I turned it on, I imagined that's what everyone else sees, but it looked weird to me because of that, because I don't normally see that,
1: which is completely understandable. Yeah,
0: yeah. but it's, it's it was really strange, and then I turned on the other colorblindness color modes, and that just messed with my head. So I'm like, nope, back to normal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I colorblind modes are very interesting. Uh, going on a little bit of a tangent, but I reckon I reckon like my first packs that I went to I was speaking to an indie developer and I can't even remember their game. now. Yeah, it's was like a two person team, but I was playing the game and they were getting very confused because like, I didn't know where to go. And they were like, you just go there. Like they were looking at me kind of like I was stupid and I'm like, Oh, I didn't see that because of, because it's purple and my character like, and the outline was blue. So it was very similar. So I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize because it's, they're similar colors. And then I explained that I'm colorblind and going through that. And they're like, they're, brains just exploded they're like oh my god we didn't even consider that so i don't know i can't even remember what the game is called but hopefully that did fix that but it's something you don't really think about until yeah yeah you come across a player who is colorblind they're like oh yeah that's probably a thing
2: yeah yeah it, it's something that like pretty much every game needs to have but most mm. people forget about it yeah because it's so easy
0: to forget about because if you aren't colorblind and especially if you're a two-person team and mm. neither of you are colorblind it makes sense not to think about it
1: yes exactly
0: and last thing is pokemon green uh so continuing through that i left lavender town i finished the cycling road and then i went down there i caught an execute in the safari zone i beat koga and then i lost my save data (gasps) oh Oh no. So,
2: I was just about to say, wow, that's some impressive uh, progression you've done there.
0: Yep, so I'm back at Lavender Town and I'm like, oh I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna do all that again. That that's I uh really I'm
1: assuming that's that's uh gameplay over at this point.
0: It's very tempting. Uh, I will report back Next in episode Fortnite. twenty. <laughs> Whether I continue with that or not. But at the moment it doesn't look good. Because I'm just like, ah oh. and, and I'm admittedly, I am playing it on an emulator on my phone. Normally, I don't do that, but in my defense, I do own the original Pokemon Green, which I bought in Japan. So, I actually own that version, plus many different versions. Also, it's anyway. kind of hard to play that. Yeah. Especially on Legit. original Game Boy. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I, which I do have. I do have an original Game Boy as well, but I put it in and I'm like, <laughs> I can't see anything. And let alone read it in Japanese. Yeah. I'm like, nah, it's not gonna happen. But I don't know how we played all those things. Neither do I. I. I really don't. But you put up with a lot of crap when you're a kid. That's true. Yeah. We made we made it work. But yeah. So yeah. But like my phone is on its last legs at the moment as well. Like we got to do that COVID. Um, oh, the scanning check-in. thing. Yeah. And nine <laughs> times out of ten, it won't load, or the app will crash on me. So I'm like, oh, the app there is
1: terrible. I have a fairly solid phone and it just It takes forever to load.
0: Yeah, okay. You guys think you
2: had it bad going to Queensland, I had to get a secondary app that is only used in Queensland for that crap. So I had to deal with two separate apps in between Yeah, in between like different states. Uh. And like Queensland's like as bad as ours are. Queensland's is much worse. <laughs>
3: it
0: barely functions. Okay, I won't functions. complain
1: too yeah, Long well, story short,
0: problem. though, I need a new phone. There's like massive cracks on the screen, like to the point where it actually cuts me sometimes.
1: Yeah, like you should have and got a like, new phone a long time ago.
0: Yeah, oh, I wasn't because I wanted to keep playing Pokemon. But now it's just like, am I going to keep playing it? Maybe I should just get a new one. Good,
1: I've good like thing is, all phone. the new phones are coming out, so you could probably get an older phone relatively cheap comparatively.
0: I have decided to to buy a $230 Oppo Fair. And see how it goes. It's going to be an experiment. I figure if it lasts me six months, it still does the job. Fair. Yeah. So I'll report back to you in six months. I got okay.
1: a Pixel 4a for, I think it was like 650 when that first came out. That's gone pretty well mm. so far.
0: Yeah, I got the 4XL and yeah, I, I like the Pixel phones. But I don't know. I don't know how much the 4a is now. But yeah, that's that's something I can talk like something I can look into after the podcast. <laughs> but let's obviously move on. There's a whole lot to talk about uh, today. So first up though, as we normally do, uh, obviously we are a patreon funded site website youtube channel podcast all that kind of stuff and for just one dollar per month if you become a patron you'll get the podcast two to three days early it all goes to uh, towards supporting us and the website and the writers and everything like that and reaching a hundred dollars per month we'll hopefully be able to turn this podcast into a weekly show Um, so any any help there or any support will be very much appreciated but let's move over to the news Uh, very there's not too many news headlines but one headline is going to take us a long time to get through which is obviously the nintendo direct but before that we want to talk about bluetooth so nintendo switch just got bluetooth well it got it about a week ago but we uh, we're able to talk about it now and have you guys tried it out yet the bluetooth i
1: don't i have bluetooth headphones but they're not good so i haven't tried it Mm, because it's specifically for bluetooth headphones isn't it
0: yeah yeah so yeah it is bluetooth but like it's it comes with some caveats. First up there's a there's a horrible lag on it. Oh. And which straight away as soon as I started I'm like nope, I'm not doing this because like it's it's about a second delay. And it that's pretty bad. That's yeah, very that's, bad. That's not dreadful. dreadful. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. It is absolutely not worth it. Like I wouldn't recommend using Bluetooth um, cuz I I actually have with my wireless headphones I have an adapter it goes into USB C. With it down the bottom, and it worked. Ama- it works amazingly. It works perfect. Bluetooth built into it. Nah, it's it's atrocious, and also it limits how many controllers you can use. You can only use two controllers as a result because it use, utilizes the Bluetooth. But that I understand because if you're using Bluetooth headphones, you're probably not playing with many people. Yes. Yeah. So I, I can heard
1: understand. also it only works with certain type of Bluetooth devices.
0: Okay, do you know what? Do you know what uh, one? I
1: will look that up while we uh, have a chance.
0: Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I remember but that. the the hilarious thing is that this was built in f- the Switch for so long from the release yeah and only now they turned it on <laughs> it's not like a hardware thing where they needed a new model or something it's just like oh yeah we turned it on it's like, <laughs> like, oh, <okay."> like
1: legitimately <laughs> that's all they did was turn it on
0: god damn it Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> well and there was someone actually mentioned this uh, someone I follow on Twitter and it actually makes sense like when the when the Switch first launched you couldn't use the uh, the video capture like you can do that at launch which uh, like the reason why they do that and they slowly roll out features is that it doesn't want to utilize too much of the RAM until they can tweak it and optimize it to a point where it's not going to suffer but by adding these in but four and a half years to get it right to use Bluetooth like such a what is now in 2021 such a basic feature that took a long time
1: come on man (laughs) Hey, okay, so I can't exactly find what devices, but I do remember seeing something else with this, which I just saw. Uh, you can't use the local wireless while using Bluetooth headsets, which means you can't so do, my... uh, like, you know, playing local Wi-Fi, like, Wi-Gaming, like, local wireless gaming
0: with it. Oh, yes. Like, you know, if you I go did. out and
1: meet some friends, you can't play with it while doing Bluetooth headset.
0: Yeah, gotcha. That's well, dumb.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, the kind of situation you'd want to do that. So, you well, know, I mean, your I... music's not blaring out in public.
0: That's true. But then again, you probably want to be socializing with everyone. Yeah, you can put one in. As well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, though. Like, if you have earbuds, yeah. you can just put one in, have, like, audio coming out, and then still being able to talk to your friends. Yeah. But yeah, that that is, that is a bit dumb, yes. unfortunately.
1: But yeah, I can't find exactly what I was looking for. But that that's, yeah, that's okay. something else to point out. Oh, well, right, right.
0: Yeah. But yeah, very interesting. Like again, happy to have it, but I would not recommend using it. Maybe maybe they might patch it a little bit later down the track, but yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be using that for the time being. That's for sure. Now moving on to the big piece of news. Moving on to the big big piece of news, the Nintendo Directs.
1: Here we go. This uh, is going to be a deep dive. Yes
0: yeah. it is. Oh, it's going to be yeah, it's it's gonna be amazing. Um, again, I give it an eight. Jake seven. I'm probably seeing it as yeah, an eight
1: because of I forgot about certain things.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there were like I feel like there were some amazing announcements from here, and there were some very questionable announcements in here. Um, or like just mediocre yeah. announcements as well. Um, I'll go. <laughs> so first up, I. Yeah. <laughs> first up, the article we're using. Uh, thank you to Xfire uh, I've just they were the most comprehensive. Um, article to kind of go through this, this through so thank you xfire.com for that but let's get into the announcements first up monster hunter rise sunbreak expansion pack announced for summer 2022 nathan take it away
1: okay so this is basically what iceborne is to weld to monster hunter rise so this is your uh your harder rank difficulty with more monsters it's basically if you haven't got monster hunter rise yet buy this instead because you yes, get yeah. Monster Hunter Rise with it, basically.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yes. So
1: Do it's because,
2: like, I, I thought I saw uh, like a disclaimer uh, during the trailer saying like you
1: need the game. Uh, yeah, if you buy it, set like if you buy like on um, digitally, but usually they release a physical version which has both in it.
0: Ah, oh, like a definitive or like Game of the Year. Well, basically,
1: it like it will say Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Physically, like it'll be and it'll, but it'll come with rice. so it has it fully on there, so you don't have to buy both.
0: Right. Okay. okay.
1: That's what happened with Iceborne. You bought the disc, you got the whole thing. Right. So like online, it will have like you know say forty dollars for or maybe fifty dollars for Sunbreak in, if you have Rise, but it'll be yeah. you know ninety, a hundred, whatever it is for both. So basically, yeah, they okay. reduce the price if you already have
0: Rise. Okay. Yeah. Okay getting major Dark Souls vibes from it.
1: Yeah. It's looking really interesting, mm. but there's not much we know about it. It's just going to be no. you know, the big major expansion that comes out. And that's where yeah. we'll get more news coming out, which is American summer 2022. So
0: within a year, we'll get it. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And that's pretty exciting for Monster Hunter fans. Um, We so five Nintendo sixty four boards are coming to Mario Party All uh, Mario Party Superstars. I am gonna get that wrong every time. Yeah, the All Stars. (laughs) It's such a generic name. It's such a generic name. My Mm. god, but it's it's looking really good, and I am so happy because I remember us talking about Yoshi's Tropical Islands that map, and it's (laughs) getting it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 But I love that map. It is so frustrating though.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I like to see uh, there's mini games that aren't just from the 64 version in there. Yeah, because I noticed it had the Leaf Leap, and that was one of my yes. favorite ones from uh, Mario Party Five to see how high I could get, and I always got to space.
3: Because
1: <laughs> I played, I never played the five. Um, in Five, they brought in the Mario the mini game Decathlon, so you did ten mini games uh... in a set order, and you got points based on how well you did.
0: Oh, okay. And, like, like and I, I
1: played binged that a lot with my brother. Yeah, okay.
0: I played 1 to 4. I own 5 and 6, but I never played them. Uh, I'd never owned 7, because that one's, like, 150 bucks on eBay. That's the microphone so, one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it's with the microphone. Yeah. Um, And then I played 8 to 10, which... 8 was good. Let's not talk about 9 and 10. Yeah. They were just not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They... Uh, but there was also a, a mode in Mario Party Superstars. The life of me I can't remember it, but it's basically like it's that mini game rush mode. Yes. Basically, which they announced, it. I was like, okay, I expected it anyways. It's been a staple since the since the beginning, but
1: But it has online competitiveness I've saw
0: Yes. Yes it does. I'm very excited for this. I reckon I reckon it's the Mario Party we've been waiting for. And that's for a long time. Just over a month yeah. away. Yeah, I mean, by the time this podcast com- comes out, you know, to on the Friday to everyone, it would be within four weeks.
1: Although, isn't uh, this game cut and put on YouTube beforehand?
0: That is very. uh tr- oh, maybe not this one. I don't know. The, depends on yeah. how the schedule. Yeah, schedule, schedule. <laughs> Yeah. I'm but one man. <laughs> yes. I can't predict the future. Yes, you can. You are the future.
1: <laughs> the future of booth
0: Oh, you flatter me. Uh the next one was a was a bit of a surprise, this one. I did no one saw this coming and the fact that it's Not coming out. It like yeah, it. I was gonna say uh, I I knew about it. Oh, yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, Yoko Taro can't keep his mouth shut. I've known about this for like two to three weeks. <laughs> and I wow, knew about okay.
0: it because
1: he shared it in his Discord. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, do you guys want to take this one then?
2: Uh, I'll take this one. Yeah, uh Square Enix reveals a gorgeous new tabletop RPG game, uh done by Yoko Taro, aka the guy who like who does the Dragon Guard slash near slash near Automata stuff? So uh yeah, this is very interesting. I yeah. can't wait to play it. I really want it. Oh right, the demo's out. I haven't downloaded the demo. Oh right, yeah, we got we gotta get on that. <laughs> With my switch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you tell that Nathan and I are going to be fighting over reviewing
1: this thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, it comes <laughs> out next month, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, by the way, that's voice of cards, the Isle Dragon roars. Oh, right, yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're too distracted
1: by how cool this looks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, October 28th, which, I mean, for someone like myself who didn't know about this, and for like majority, I suppose, of um, the people watching the Nintendo Direct, this was out of nowhere. But it looks amazing.
1: Yeah, that's uh, right. It comes out the same day as Mario Party, so I was like, I I can't do it.
0: I think it's like a day before. But, yeah, same I know, day. I know what you mean, I know yeah um but yeah it looks it looks really clever it looks really interesting and it's something that you can it's because it's almost like I've kind of been really enjoying games that are kind of like a book almost and while this isn't really like a book like just something you can kind of sit down and read before bed oh yeah so we
1: haven't day. actually described it properly uh, everything is made like everything is displayed as cards on a table basically like mm-hmm. the even the landscape are cards. But like, that's yeah. that's something we have. Like, every enemy, everything you have is a card. It kind of gives me um, Hand of Fate. Hand of Fate? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need to
1: play that. That is that is good. And that's an Australian team up in Brisbane, I think.
0: Wasn't that the first game you reviewed for Switcherboot? Hand of Fate 2. Hand of Fate uh, hasn't come out on the Switch, I think. That's right. You're right. But yeah, I do remember. Both that. are good. Ah, oh, memories. Ah, oh, Nostalgia.
1: That was about a year ago at this point. Yeah. Because um, that. NSR came out over a year ago at this point. That's right. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, Voice of Cars, the Isle of Dragon Roars, that looks awesome. That was a, a really cool announcement. The next one, Disco Elysium, the final cut, is headed to Nintendo Switch, is confirmed for Australia as well. Yeah. Thank we you. Go. Yay. Yeah,
2: I got really confused when we... Uh... Uh, when this showed up, it was like, didn't this come out? Wasn't I talking about, like, going to review this at some point? Yeah. Then it didn't got the refused version.
0: classification. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the Switch version got delayed a bit. Um, I don't know whether that was a reason or uh, not. Th- okay, that's what happened. All right. Yeah, but, um, so October 12th, so that is, like, two weeks away from from now, and the, f- the physical edition is coming early next year, which, uh, I don't know, it's so it's it's actually sixty dollars digitally, so it might actually pay to pay to get the physical depending on what that price mm. is. But I don't think we need to talk too much about disco Elysium. like that's uh, like, it, 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 disco Elysium is one of those
2: games that like if it like if it wasn't in its genre, so many people would like jump on it and would be like game of the generation, yeah. This it's one of those games. Yeah, it's a it's highly, a must play. Yeah, highly niche, but such an amazing experience. Yeah, so I, I need to turn this
0: up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Hyrule warriors. Age of Calamity is so more so like DLC. The expansion pass is coming, um, October twentieth. Cool. Yeah.
1: More content yeah, for it this is, game good. is
0: still getting support. Yep, it's All right. still a thing. <laughs> so it's going mean, to be a
1: big game. It's yeah, as you'd
0: expect. I mean i I have a feeling as well. I mean, because it was always going to get uh, DLC and expansion, but like I have a feeling they they're using this as well to give us more time for Breath of the Wild Two. Yeah, as well, it kind of buys a bit more time, especially I, considering I, I it's good.
1: Zelda's thirty fifth anniversary. <laughs> well, what's yay. happening with that nintendo uh
0: well i mean we get ocarina of time but i'll say that i'll i'll leave that for no we, we got the game later.
1: and watch the legends oh game yeah and that's watch right team. as well and yeah, you, Sword hd you,
2: you guys get all that cool stuff for zelda's 35th what do i get as a crash fan for his
1: 25th anniversary <laughs> you the get got a pop vinyl <laughs> yep
0: yay <laughs> you're not salty about that at all are you
2: no not in the slightest
0: (laughs) well you must be pretty down about that jake but let's lift your mood a little bit with chocobo gp 2022
2: yay more kart races
0: yes (laughs) this looks really good (laughs) like
2: i was actually playing the original uh uh, chocobo racing just today since uh while i was gone my replacement retroid pocket came in yeah so I used that for testing, and uh, like I haven't actually played that before. But uh, if it's anything like the original PlayStation one, this is going to be a
1: hit. Yeah, yeah it it's like only like the only thing I have to say is uh in this article, it's written as Final Fantasy themed Mario Kart.
2: I was about to bring that up. That drives me insane. Yeah. You have no idea how much I hate it when people call kart races like Mario Kart themed games. It's yeah. like, what is this, the 80s where all first person shooters were called Doom clones? Doom clones,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I it's, it's its own thing. It's its own <laughs> genre.
1: It, it's been around since like the 90s properly as a genre. Yeah. Like, this
2: part of the article is clearly written by someone who doesn't know the original PS1 game exists.
0: Yeah, it could be, but even still, like back getting back to the game, like I like the item management. Was that in the original, where uh, you like have to power it up?
2: I've only played it for a little bit. I've only had like two or three races in it. It was mainly just a test to see if the uh, analog sticks on this thing worked. But mm-hmm. um, I think it did, but it wasn't okay. very obvious. So like this mm-hmm. time around, it seems way more obvious. Yeah, that that's how it works.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think that adds that extra level of strategy, which I actually miss from from like Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it's like, oh, I've got a, I've got a shell. Eh, I, I don't just... really want to. Also, oh, it, it is actually me.
1: Me. Yeah. Um, not just you racing on trophy you actually are in carts. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, because there are different there are different characters.
1: Like they I said, can, Gilgamesh in the trailer, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the original <laughs> didn't
2: really have characters outside of, you know, Chocobo and Fat Chocobo and, like, mm-hmm. White Mage. They're all just random enemies yeah. from Final Fantasy. Well, this one is clearly heavily inspired by Final Fantasy IX because it has Vivi and Steiner in it.
0: Yeah, I thought that was interesting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Steiner, my favorite character from Nine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just
2: very excited to play this game, aren't you? I'm I'm just happy that kart races are being made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss the genre so much.
1: Yeah, for the longest like, time, it was just Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario yeah. Kart and nothing.
0: Yeah. They probably thought they couldn't really compete, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe something changed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but you've got uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed coming out soon. Yeah, can't wait for that.
2: Yeah, that actually looks fantastic. Yeah, I'm that does really Jace wants that yeah. as well. I legit
0: cannot wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, and that got a mention in the direct in like its um quick reel. Yeah, or, yeah. Thing that it did. Uh, moving on, so the there is another presentation on October fifth that will reveal the final Super Smash Brothers Ultimate DLC fighter. An Any predictions for an announcement?
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, Jake, uh, you you pointed this out. The date of it specifically.
2: Yeah. October fifth. The exact same day that Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh What does that mean? Sakurai's kinda kinda doing a blizzard here and trying to, you know, kneecap the competition.
0: Hey <laughs> if it works. I
1: mean, who remembers Battleborn? I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really don't think they need to with Smash Brothers. Like, I mean, that might be what they're doing, but my yeah. God, I don't think I, don't, I. really don't think they need to worry about. Nah, especially since This is it.
2: This
1: is the end.
2: Yeah, this is the mm. last one. Exactly. Like, so it's it's probably going to be something big. Yeah. Will it
1: be? Will it be Sora? They've said, I, haven't they actually straight up said no Sora is not going to be. I
2: I believe someone has said no Sora because Disney that's yeah. why we got sephiroth instead yeah okay yeah uh don't quote me on that though so <laughs> yeah i i remember the same thing yeah, so. yeah that, that sounds like yeah i believe that happened but like for me when it comes to like big holy crap moment characters uh the only thing i could really think of that i would personally
1: like is master chief yeah. Okay. No, watch it be a watch it be Fortnite guy.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let it oh. be Jonesy default dancing all over the. Oh my god. Please no. <laughs> we already I thought you
0: Steve. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Crash. Oh, I
2: like Crash would fit obviously, but like I think personally that wouldn't be as big.
1: Yeah. Okay. As something. Yeah.
2: Although I would like, but spy like, right? yeah. I, I I would love Crash or Spyro being the mm. PS One fanboy that I am.
0: I just I just don't know who it's, who it could be at this point, other yeah. than those Conker.
2: <laughs> could you imagine Dante? <laughs>
0: yeah, Dante, maybe.
2: Dude, I would love Dante so much.
1: Just style dancing, <laughs> mid combo.
0: Now the question is:
1: Do you think it will be a Nintendo character or something that's not Nintendo? It'll be another
0: I, Fire Emblem character.
1: I don't think it'll be a
2: Nintendo character unless it's yeah. something... Unless it's, you know, Geno, or, like, something... Like, a Nintendo character that people have been wanting since, like, day one. We, I don't we think technically be don't character.
1: have a Gen 8 representation yet, though. Yeah. And
2: that is are, true. People are terrified that it's going to
1: be uh, Cinderace. I have seen. Yeah, that's
0: a good point. I actually didn't think about that.
1: Although you know, we already have a fire with Charizard, and Incineroar, and Incineroar, Incinero. and we have a water with Greninja. We could actually get a uh, Rillaboom.
0: How do you remember these names?
1: <laughs> He's a Pokemon nerd. Yeah.
0: Well, I like, still so am. I, but like, I just, I, I stopped really caring about names after like Gen five or six. I mean, you know, Gorilla Boom.
1: It's pretty Gorilla Boom.
2: <laughs> he's <laughs> a monkey true.
1: that plays
0: drums. He's cool. He's, yeah. he's pretty rad. He is very rad. Now, this one I am super excited to talk about. Yeah, you, um, you got I, on this
1: quick. I was going to say, it. I was like,
0: damn. <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. I'm so happy about this one. So, Kirby and the Forgotten Land in 2022. You mean Breath of the wow. Kirby? Wow. Breath of the Kirby, super uh, Kirby Odyssey. Kirby of the Wilds, Kirby of the Wild. Ah, it looks incredible. (laughs) I am so happy about this, and I've been wanting 3D Kirby for so long. Kirby for probably the last 10 years, aside from Planet Robobot, has just felt so stale. And, like, I played, I didn't play Star Allies. That's good. Yeah, Star
2: Allies is good, but it's more of the same.
0: Exactly, yeah. exactly, and it has been more of the same. Aside from Planet RoboBot, it just felt like Star Allies looked like Return to Dreamland, which also looked like um Dreamland. Triple Star Deluxe. Like it was it, is that Return to Dreamland or the Wii one? Yeah. Okay, that, okay. That, that's um, the Wii one. But, yeah, okay. But it's yeah, it all just felt so samey and now this looks incredible. It's finally in 3D, like fully 3D sandbox. Actually, I don't know if it's sandbox. A three D adventure still.
1: game is what it's described as.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I'm thinking maybe like Super Mario, uh, Super Mario three D World, but you know, less diagram. I, I kind of, I get more think the Breath of the Wild vibes.
1: So you, it you seems you more open world, sandbox? but like, yeah, and more adventure style to it, obviously. Yeah. yeah,
2: like to me personally, like just seeing like a boss fight from the uh, from the trailer, it feels to me more like. Um, like a Mario Odyssey style mm. open world, where like there is clearly levels, but you can do whatever you want
0: in them. And that's and that's so exciting, especially as Kirby. You know, he's got the boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Like, ah, it's it's gonna be, and like stealing other abilities, and that was so it's so perfect for 3D. And like, how have they not done it since? But yeah, I'm I'm incredibly excited for this, and like, it's it's po it's Kirby in post apocalyptic. It's nice and pretty and colorful, but like, it's everything's run down. It's like a civilization. Like, I kind of think of it like a colorful I Am Legend.
1: Now, here's the question uh, <laughs> How much dark lore are we going to get?
2: Oh, uh, we're probably going to get lots.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Because <laughs> the Kirby, Kirby, games lore can be is, Kirby lore is pretty dark. Kirby
2: lore is dark. Yeah. Yeah, like seriously, look it up. It's some like eldritch horror like straight up from like H.P. Lovecraft.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. And you only get it from the pause menu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny.
0: But uh it's I'm I'm so excited for this. I want to see more. Um obviously there were some moments that are a little bit choppy, but it is 2022, so I feel like it's going to be like a legends arceus kind of situation where just next time we see it it's it's just going to be improved on yeah
1: probably um october next year
0: you reckon late october yeah or like late in the year
1: yeah i reckon late october because we got arceus in the beginning we've got uh, splatoon 3 mm-hmm. uh, probably in the summer because they always in like american summer, which they always do because their yeah, summer title we have a few coming out in um, in next
0: year. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking around August, like so. I, d- I definitely oh, think like the Q three, the Q three. Yeah, yeah. Like
2: early Q three sounds about right.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So so I'd still say it's a year away. But yeah. Ah, uh, if if it looks like that a year before its launch, I'm I'm super excited. But then again, excited. I've been excited about other things: Mario Golf, Boldo. Uh, maybe I sh- maybe I shouldn't be excited. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. Yeah, maybe I should just temper my expectations for a lot of things. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then that's good because then I play other games and I don't real. I don't think I'm going to be excited about them, and then they're amazing. Then you get pleasantly exactly. surprised.
2: Be a cynic like me and just naturally <laughs> assume everything is going to be bad. Therefore. When something you play is bad, you're like, yep, I knew it. But if something is good,
0: then you're pleasantly surprised.
3: <laughs> That's
0: <Win-win>. great advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, this year's taught me that maybe I should do that. So I may, well, I may well take your advice. <laughs> uh, speaking, of direct, speaking of announcement for announcements from earlier, so we're getting in, also in October an Animal Crossing New Horizons direct.
1: Cool. It
2: better have a lot of stuff.
1: Well, it has Brewster and the Roast Coffee, the Roast Coffee Shop, being added, which is people have been asking for that for like since release,
0: basically. Yeah, they've been very slow to add these things, which has been surprising. It kind of makes sense
1: in more in the game though, because you know okay. you're on an island that you've just you know set up.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, maybe I don't know too much. Maybe I don't know enough about it. Also,
1: Animal Crossing has a history of you know spreading out their releases because it's you know meant to be a five year like lifespan of the game. Yeah, not meant to sell beyond their life expectancy within a week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, there are there are worse problems to have for Nintendo. That's yes, yes, there is. But we don't have a. I don't think we have an exact date for that one yet. So it, it Which just we would get in, in the October yeah. direct
1: whenever that happens. And I'd probably get, what, a day before, we'd be like, oh, direct tomorrow. And then we be like, great. <laughs> At one in the morning. Thanks, guys. <laughs> At
2: least they made this one like eight in the morning for us.
1: Seven thirty four
2: for Adelaide.
0: Adelaide. Yeah. Oh,
2: right. Yeah, since I was in Queensland, yep. <laughs> it was actually eight o'clock. <laughs>
0: yeah, you got that half hour sleep on us. I mean, I was already awake watching it. Yeah. I started work at eight thirty that morning, so I was like, Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> stay in bed. You're then like, 8, quick, run, I finished, run, run. No, I finished at eight ten and then I rolled out of bed and sat on sat on my computer chair. Oh
1: right, yeah, because you don't even have to for your work. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I was you. Like, alright.
0: Gotta go to work. Two steps. Sit down. Uh ah.
2: Oh, travels hell today.
0: Ugh Oh, <laughs> oh tribute, yeah. It's alright.
1: And even if you horrible. do have to go to the office, you commute to what, like five minute walk, isn't it?
0: It is. It is. I can't, I'm, I'm not complaining. Trust me. <laughs> I know. It's more the irony of it. <laughs> oh, it is, it is actually really good living so close to work, but everyone's like, oh, you should, you should be here early. I'm like, no, it just means I sleep more. Yeah. Or, and then that doesn't mean I sleep more. It means I stay up later. Yeah. So it's all, it, it's all the same. It just means you
1: have more time to yourself
0: well yeah exactly right but like i was speaking to s- i'm going well off topic um but i was speak <laughs> i was speaking to someone at work um we we're in the elevator uh like going up and we were like because he lives right around the corner from work as well and there's both of us in the elevator just so tired and red-eyed and we're like it, there's really no benefit well there's really no sleep benefit to living so close to work because you just wake up later and then you have to run and then everyone sees you so it's like this, I work like when I get to work, I work up 15 minutes ago. Yeah, so like you, I'm you still really push
1: yourself to get there as late as possible.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was like, Why are you tired? I'm like, Because I slept because I stayed up late.
1: So I only got up like 10 minutes ago,
0: exactly. I haven't had my coffee yet. Anyways, I am sorry about that. <laughs> so tangent. direct, yes, the direct. <laughs> uh new characters and courses are coming to mario golf super rush uh so koopa trooper and ninji so i was like koopa trooper eh? you know i was surprised he wasn't in the game already but ninji's pretty cool
1: also correction it's already
0: out yes thank you yes um yeah it it launched that day i'm pretty sure yes yeah available today yeah uh so ninji looked pretty cool because he's like a lot quicker than, than the other characters, and he can kind of knock knock people off because he moves so quickly, like the wind, because, you know, physics. But, yeah, I reckon that's pretty cool. I don't really have too much to say about it, though. I haven't even tried the Super Mario Odyssey courses. You guys don't even have this game, don't you? No. Nope.
1: It is no. golf.
0: <laughs>
1: and you you I mean, weren't very uh, thrilled with it, so I was like, yeah, I won't get it.
0: It's okay. Like, yeah, but it's got to be better say- than Okay. Yeah, I would say if it goes on sale, but then again, it's Nintendo. So sorry. although they do have the blockbuster sale, that's what I was about to so say. They do have the blockbuster sale, but, but yeah, whenever whenever a game's on sale, for Nintendo, it's like thirty percent off, and I'm like, ah, eh, still. Yeah, not.
1: I, I remember seeing blockbuster sale. I was like, oh, up to seventy five percent off. I'm like, none of that's going to be Nintendo.
0: No, and it and it wasn't seventy five percent off. Was only Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, just... or Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Sorry, um, and that. Is always seventy five percent off, which
1: I am assuming isn't the uh,
0: the edition with all the DLC as well. No, you know, yes, probably it's not. Just, no, yeah, it's just it's just the base version. So yeah, there is always one game seventy five percent off, and then they're like thirty percent everything else. So it makes it it's marketing. Yeah, you know that's that's it's marketing one hundred one. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and then our Bioshock Collection and Borderlands Collection with the sixty uh, percent off, which is not bad, but I wouldn't get it on Switch. I'd probably get that on my Series X or PC Fair. if I was ever going to. Uh, we will have a lot to talk about for this one. Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition. It's a holiday 2021. Man, Kingdom Hearts is looking really weird. Yeah, it's, yeah it didn't age well, didn't it? Nah.
1: <laughs> so, so this was initially a 3DS game. Alright, thanks for yes. cutting off the joke. All right. I, I mean, I, I said it before. I was talking before. I didn't realize you were going to do a joke, but...
2: <laughs> I was going to say, like, well, they, they had to cut down some things to get Kingdom Hearts 3 to fit in the Switch, but alright.
1: <laughs> also, uh, you know, to get... Man. Also, to be, for it to be allowed to release in uh, China. Oh... Uh, <laughs>
2: Anyways, oh, that makes me laugh every time. Oh, Alex, do you know about that? No, I have not. uh, in Kingdom Hearts, like the Chinese version of Kingdom Hearts Three, uh, every scene with Winnie the Pooh in it, uh, they just removed Winnie the Pooh and just have a amorphous white blob.
0: What? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because oh,
2: uh, you don't know this? No, you don't know. Is a, what what's the name of the uh, uh dude, dude in Jin charge? King? Xi Jinping? Yeah, like uh there's a uh, common like gag that people just like refer to him as Winnie the Pooh,
0: so he has outlawed that character in the country. Oh my god. <laughs> how how low is is one person's self esteem that you have to outlaw an entire franchise? Because a couple people, well, you know, probably many people, but still, refer to you as that. You're 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 in a position of power. Of course, people are gonna make jokes and say things. Ugh. Uh, it's hilarious though. That is that is, is this,
2: very
1: funny. The fact that it's just like an amorphous blob of white.
0: <laughs> the, the anyways, the trailer to Disney Magical World Two. Like I I was just watching it, and it felt so uncomfortable to watch. Like the 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 character models, their face their face reactions. Like I said, it was a three DS uh, did... game. Yeah, yeah. And it, it looks well, like it. Yeah, that is true. It does. It does. It's just an upper three DS game and it doesn't look it doesn't look good at all. But <laughs> I laughed when I was like uh when it got to the frozen bit and then um Anna said, Do you want to build a snowman? I'm like, she said the thing. I clapped when I saw Wrap it. Wrap it up. We're good. We're done. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> uh, moving on from that one Quickly uh, We got Oh, this is great So Star Wars Nuts of the Old Republic So it's the, the original, original release too. Not the yeah, remake the, 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 yeah, well, yeah, of course
2: It's probably better Yeah Honestly yeah. From what I've heard With uh, updates With the uh, the Remastered version Yeah Oh boy But this
1: is coming out November 11th And that's Relatively soon
0: yeah, a month and a half.
1: So if you uh, want to play yeah, Codeful,
0: I've never, I've never played it. Neither have I. I own I've it been on... like, interested to get into it. Yeah, I own it on my Xbox uh, Series X, but I don't think I would play it on their RPGs. You know me. I don't really like sitting down too much for yeah. RPGs. Um, so but with this, you perfect. get to play it on the go. Exactly. Yeah. It's perfect for it. You were going to say something, Jake?
2: yeah like uh personally for me like i'm not a fan of star wars so like i won't pick this up but like this was back when bioware was good
1: yeah (laughs) yeah
2: yeah, before you know everything happened and made that company kind of fall apart before they were no longer
1: bioware yeah well this was was...
0: yeah well that's it this this is when they made like jade empire as well yeah yeah which is incredible
2: Bioware has made some great RPGs, and from what I hear, Knights of the Old Republic is one of the best that they've made. Oh, yeah. No. like I, I believe the sequel is the best they've made, from what I've heard. <laughs> but, like, yeah. If you're a Star Wars fan, or just someone who likes, you know, Western RPGs, go pick this up. It's... Yeah. You're probably not going to
0: find anything better. No, and it's probably, like... I I think I saw... It was, like, $15, $20 something as well oh wow so, that's
1: really cheap
0: yeah i'm i mean it's a it's an old game yeah but, but like you know still, still re are like really expensive like 30 40 yeah uh and yeah like this was this was right before they started with mass effect as well so like it mm. naturally transitioned into their own ip yeah and then became mass effect which obviously the tr- the, the trilogy is so well renowned as well Hmm. But yeah, well, then the duology like, it's, yeah, and then obviously things changed. It kind of went downhill from the third one, from what I've heard, which I still need to play. Anyway. And and then Andromeda it's... happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I I need to play it, but again, it's like like I said, it's it's such a big game that I don't think I will play it unless it comes to Switch, like the Mass Effect trilogy, which I'm surprised it hasn't. To be yeah. honest, it it really should. Yeah, same so, Dragon um, Age. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Or the Steam Deck.
1: Yeah. I'm probably, I, yeah.
0: who am I kidding? I'm going to buy a Steam Deck. Of course, I'm going to buy a Steam Deck. It makes um, more sense <laughs> to have. Yeah. Exactly. I just realized the next time we record the podcast, I'm going to have my Switch OLED.
3: No,
1: okay. Congrats so so that's something you
0: can talk about. Exactly. I can give it a review and, right here on the podcast. And Metroid Dread. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the same day, isn't it? It is. That's so <laughs> soon. I'm excited now. Anyways, uh, for half of the announcements not coming to Australia, this one, but both Dying Light games are making their way to Nintendo Switch. The sequel is coming as a cloud edition, cloud version, so meh. Yeah,
1: no. so we can't play it
0: because we're You're Australian. February 4th, and apparently... Oh, I saw a uh, half tangent, but not really. Um, I saw someone... On Twitter, trying to play another game, cloud version, and it was like you are in a queue. You have to wait twenty minutes. Wait, what? To play your own game that you bought. So uh, they only allow a certain amount of people so that the infrastructure can hold. That's oh my and gosh. stable. What is this? Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Like I I get why they do it and like they make the they make it smooth if that's what they have to do but it's it's not there yet. Lord. Cloud gaming is not there yet. And I get they kind of have to go through this process um and stress tests and you know technology advances and all that kind of stuff but I'm not going to touch it until you know it's it's where it needs to be and especially in Australia as well. But anyways, Dying Light. So the, I mean, Dying Light Platinum Edition that is coming as an actual release, uh, October nineteenth. So, yeah, that could be, that could be pretty cool if that's. God, all of these games
2: idea. coming out in October.
0: Yeah, October's yeah, <laughs> October's October huge, so packed. Yeah. Um, for for context as well, I for everyone listening, I I have my own spreadsheet of all different releases, um, like. Everything coming out from what we know for from now until TBD. Basically, um, it it takes a long time. Actually, it's a lot of work. Uh, but anyways, I sent over October's schedule and I'm, <laughs> I sent that screenshot. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm so
1: sorry. <laughs> and we're still waiting for uh, full guys, which is meant to be quarter three.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, exactly. There's still stuff in quarter three that don't have solid release dates yet. So there could be. Uh, 20 games coming and then it's like oh yeah this is coming by the way as well it's like oh slow down it's like oh this is out today yeah like on average
2: october has like a game a day coming out. oh yeah it's yeah.
1: crazy
0: and that's every and well, I mean, year and it's not even yeah it's not even shovelware as well like it's, you know normally the switch does get a game a day but it's like you know shovelware crap or yeah. like or or you know tiny indie games that some of them might be gems i don't know um we don't have time and, to play the Nope. But this is this is October. This October is packed. It's big games, big budgeted games, or, you know, highly praised indie games, they're coming. And yeah, it's 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 nuts. October is absolutely nuts. And I'm just glad we have writers. We have more writers now. Yeah. Just in case. Because we will need it. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, so Dying Light, Platinum Edition, uh, October 19th. Cool. I don't think I'd ever play it on Switch if I was to get it, but if that's if you only have a Switch, that's that's good news. Yeah.
1: Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to take over from here for this one, right?
0: Uh, I was going to say, go for it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, Square Enix has done what I said last time and named it Triangle Strategy.
0: Promote that man. <laughs> uh,
1: so um, the... Launch date is March fourth, twenty twenty two, and um the the trailer showed off a little bit of extra stuff, but um they've spent a lot of time fine tuning the game based off the demo and what people sent back in feedback, which is really good. Like they that's what I like about yeah. uh what is it? The what's the studio that does it? Or is it just a sub like a sub studio of Square Enix?
0: It is, I, but it's yeah, it starts with it's an A. a. Yeah. yeah.
1: Basically, like but. this team tends to do like demos early, get you know the feedback, and then they improve it. And that's what you like mm. to see from things. hundred oh, percent. Because you know it's better than releasing a game like, oh, here's this game that we haven't told you about, and it's good. And it's not good. So, like, oh, instead yeah. of here's a demo, let's improve it from here. And it kind of makes you know you feel like you're part of the like process as well. But no, yeah, it exactly. generally looks really good. Um I also saw there is a collector's edition releasing in Europe, which comes with like a set of dice, cards, art book, and a like a diary box or something, like for like the diary in game. That's cool. Yeah.
2: That sounds like something you'd
1: insta buy. Yep.
2: Yeah. The second I heard the word dice, I'm like, oh he's gonna get that. Yeah, they're
1: like <laughs> they're like um, customized dice. Well, I don't think they're like D like they're from what I saw they were like uh, D six dice but like I think they're like got different like um, yeah. pictures on them instead of like one two three four five six but yeah it looked really cool I'm nice. just excited to play this game
0: nice um, yeah it it does look fantastic especially being the honestly. tactics person mm. Mm. but how bad is that name it's that's pretty bad I mean that's we knew than this than was, was going to be the
1: case. As soon as they did, said but... project Triangle Strategy, name, in progress, it's like, like no, we I Octo- had a shred of yeah, hope.
2: Octopath Traveler was pretty bad at the time, but Triangle Strategy takes the cake.
0: It does. Yeah. It really does. Like, Octopath Traveler grew on me. I can't see Triangle Strategy growing on me. No. Yeah. <sighs> but, anyway, so, I mean, that's that's kind of the team as well, like, b- behind Bradby Default. I'm like, why can't... Why can't they name games? Yeah,
1: probably it, I mean, it is, still sells. It's not the best name as well. They basically yeah. name it after the gimmick of the game.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I don't understand why that. I mean, clearly it's working, especially
1: I when like these games are so story driven. Like you think you'd have something.
0: Hmm. Yep. But anyways, March fourth, twenty twenty two. So got a solid release date, and March seems like a great time to release. this. Yes, yeah, it's a great time for RPGs. Yeah, you're gonna want to di- deep dive into this.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, it's actually about over a month before the Easter
0: break this year, because I think Easter's yeah. middle of April. I think you're right. Yeah, for next year. Yeah, it's a late Easter. A another Metroid Dread trailer just uh, dropped as well. So I I looked away. Honestly, during this, because I mean I know you guys don't really follow Metrovanias all that much, but um, they have showed so much of Metroid Dread to the point yeah, where it's, yeah. it's actually getting into spoiler territory. Yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, so it's like her
1: voice was just creepy.
0: Like, I know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I know, it's meant
1: to be like you know, portraying the feel of the game, but it just it didn't feel good to listen to.
0: It was pretty Nathan, unsettling.
1: Yeah, Nathan, do you know
2: why it's creepy? Why? That's that's the voice actress for Sylvanus. That's why. <sighs> okay. Wait, who's that? Uh, World of Warcraft. Everyone's favorite World of Warcraft character oh. at the moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> totally okay. not the villain. Totally
1: redeemed.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is not a place where I am here to rant about Warcraft. That's
1: after the news story when you have your <laughs> yes, ten minutes of ranting. <laughs>
2: Let's get back to Metroid.
0: Uh, I'm pretty much
1: done with it. Okay, we'll move on to uh, <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack. All right,
2: let's move on from Metroid.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, Nintendo Switch Online. So there's going to be a new expansion pack. Um, apparently details So will come next month and the update will arrive in October 2021. So not too long of a wait there. So it, it'll probably drop like, oh yeah, it's out now or it's out this week or something like that. But we have Nintendo sixty four games and surprisingly, Sega Genesis. Yeah, that Mega one
2: genuinely surprised me. Yeah, that yep. was a surprise.
0: Although I did see a post saying uh, you can now, like in October when this comes out, you can now play Sonic the Hedgehog two four different ways on your Switch. <laughs> wow. wow! All right. <laughs> so I, think- I did. I did not notice that. I think you can buy it separately. You can buy it part of Sega Ages. You can buy a part of the Mega Drive collection, and now you can play it this way as well. Wow. Okay. It's not necessary. <laughs> Here,
1: here's one thing that I did notice, um, because it's my Switch online membership recently ran out because I uh, I paid for the, mem- the yearly one. They could have done it like recent, like you know, now for anyone that signed up right at the beginning. It's like, oh, here's our new thing. Sign up with this now. Mm. It would have been like a great time because anyone that signed up when it switched dropped, they're like yeah. it's just right out for them.
0: Yeah, I I'm I'm in the exactly the same boat. My I just paid for another year as well. Yeah, yeah. I heard this, I'm like, September. Okay, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Mine just happened automatically. It was a, just a direct debit. Yeah, I think because uh, I got
1: a year free through uh, Twitch Prime.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd do it. Mine was... um, I've got the family pack for a few different people. Ah, that'll help. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> but I'll probably have to upgrade that. Um, yeah, I, might, I might have to contact the people that are mooching from me. <laughs> it's like, be like it's, more money, please. It's a little bit more now. Yeah, give me money. Start actually paying for it. Uh, but... Uh yeah so 9 Nintendo 64 games have been confirmed Super Mario 64 <laughs> which is funny because well, that's a really all stars collection Yeah
2: <laughs> funny is an interesting word to use there
0: <laughs> not um,
1: infuriating That one actually gently infuriated me when I saw that
0: Oh you have to laugh uh, no, Legend don't. of Zelda <laughs> Ocarina of Time <laughs> Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Mario Kart 64 Star Fox 64 Sin and Punishment, which is that's, awesome. That's that's a cool drop. That's a big one. I can't wait to play that. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mario 64, I've heard is average. Uh, Mario Tennis 64, which I got some the soldier with. Win back. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, neither
1: have I. Mm. Ever.
0: But it looked like someone, I was listening to something else, uh, and someone explained it for, like, back then, it was kind of like the Metal Gear Solid competitor on Nintendo 64. And hmm. it's clear how that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, Yoshi's story. This
1: is actually missing titles. Oh no, that's oh that's on the release date, isn't it? At launch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it's, right.
0: it's not
2: talking about the games that
0: are coming later. Yeah. Yes, which is Majora's Mask, Paper Mario, Kirby sixty four, and among others as well. And the big one, Banjo Kazooie. The one that's what I was. I was like, is it going to be on here? Because that
1: was you know iconic. Yeah. But oh, Microsoft so owns happy. this.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's such a big deal that it's coming. Although I know it's going to be the Nintendo 64 version and it's Switch. not, it, it, that, that version is hard to yeah. go back to. Mm. So I think it's more, I probably won't play it or I might dabble in it a little bit, but it's, it's more the principle of the matter that yes. it's come back to Nintendo. It's, 20 years in the making. I'm pretty sure. I actually, when I was doing my research on this, it was 20 uh, 2002 when Rare got bought by Microsoft. So technically, if because this one is a future title, if it comes out next year, Banjo Kazooie, that's a 20 year anniversary from when they were bought out. So it's very fitting, almost. Mm. But yeah, I was so excited for when when I saw that, and it was funny because it was it was the last game that they reeled through and it they quickly showed it for like less than a second and then moved on
1: also it's good to see paper mario because you know it's actual paper mario not whatever they've been doing recently
0: yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah no, and that's another thing as well like paper mario um is in australia at the Very moment to buy it on expensive. ebay it's like 150 dollars <laughs> Same with Kirby sixty four. It's like a hundred yeah, and fifty dollars. Yeah,
1: N sixty four games are very dude,
2: expensive. Dude, in my opinion, Kirby sixty four Crystal Shards is like the best Kirby game. I've heard that. I love that game. Every every game that tried to do like Kirby's uh like uh mixing of two abilities gimmick is never been as good as Crystal Shards. Mm. Just I'm the really pure creativity that. of that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so I'm really excited to to jump into that one. I reckon that's that's gonna be one of the f- one of the first ones I play when that when that drops. But obviously, uh, Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive games. So we've got Sonic Hedgehog Two, <laughs> uh, Streets of Rage Two, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hard Corps, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Fa- uh, Fantasy Star Four, Rai Star. Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, and Strider. That's that pretty good is games.
2: A, That is a lineup of some fantastic games.
0: Yeah. That is... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is huge. So, I'm... Oh,
1: also, Pokemon Snap
0: was coming.
2: Oh, Pokemon Snap's coming? Yes.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Also coming. And the thing, the thing is, like, they still said that... The more NES and SNES games are going to be coming. Um, these are just the orig- These are just uh, launch announcements games of N64 and Sega games. There will be more. Nintendo Switch Online, like, yeah, it's gotten a lot of flack and their online system's still not great, but there's a fair bit to look forward to.
1: Plenty to come. It's, it's yeah. just be a matter of how much more expensive it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That that will be the big question, but...
2: <laughs> like, if it's an extra five bucks, then you, yeah, that's fine. Oh, so but no if brain. it's, like,
0: double, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll that, be hard to swallow.
1: Like, to five bucks is a very solid, like, that's okay.
0: Because it's just yeah, the I'm, games I, that you're
1: getting. You're not getting any yeah, additional I, I, services.
0: I still don't think they can charge as much as, like, Xbox and PlayStation do. Yeah, like I still don't. They, they, they couldn't get away with that. I don't. No, think. but they couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still very, very excited for all of these. And who am I, who am I kidding? I'm going to be doing it anyway. So, no matter what price it is, because I am part of the problem. You
1: but we follow. need it for work yeah. <laughs> because we need to test games online features.
0: Yeah, that's right. Which is actually quite funny because um, Steve got Secret Neighbor and then realized that it was online and he doesn't have the the Switch online. And he said he doesn't want to. I'm just like, oh. so now I have to review it. <laughs> and, that's how that, and that's how that happened. I was like, okay. Fair enough. Nice job, Steve. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Steve! Um, <laughs> um, what else was I going to say on this? Oh yeah, the controllers as well. Yes. From the... Rumor, yeah, the yeah. other the other episode.
2: No, that so, that uh, did that happen? Did we talk about that in the episode? Or was that in between episode? I thought it was in between. Oh, okay. Okay,
1: yeah.
2: I'm
0: I'm probably wrong. It's all kind of blurring into. Yeah, one. it's it's hard to. Yeah, the, right. this
2: is what happens when we only do one episode every two weeks. So, uh, if you guys could please, you know, hit up the Patreon, make this a weekly podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Second plug, tick.
1: Third plug later.
0: Exactly, but yeah, I, this they look they look amazing, and I can't imagine playing Nintendo sixty four games without an N sixty four controller because it is so built in. Everything is so built around those those yeah, buttons, especially the C w- buttons. Weird, that weird ass controller. Yeah,
1: it is <laughs> not a great controller.
0: I always no. thought it looks. I always thought it looks like a face hugger from Alien. Mm. Fair. Uh, and the uh, the Sega Genesis controller. Ironically, it's only the three-button controller, and Japan is getting the six-button controller. Didn't we get the six-button yeah. controller here? We did, but the this one for the Switch, uh, for yeah, Switch Online, will only be the three-button, hmm. which is pretty crappy. Yeah, well, at least,
2: like, I don't know much about, you know, Sega Genesis and all that, but, like, at least none of these games are fighting games. Then that would be a problem. Yeah.
0: In Streets of Rage 2, I'd beat them up. I suppose. Yeah. But if you you get Mortal Kombat... That'd be interesting to see if that ever comes.
2: Need those fighting games
0: that actually utilize all six buttons. Yeah, that'd be interesting. They also showed uh, images where it has the home buttons on the top of both controllers. Huh. Uh. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure... I've actually got my Super Nintendo wireless controller here uh very oh actually the super nintendo controller doesn't actually have a home button
1: which okay is very interesting. oh yeah that's like, interesting
0: I, th- I think you actually have to click uh zl and zr like the additional super nintendo buttons together like so uh, okay because, yeah, you can see that. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, so you have to click them together and then it brings up the menu and then you have to go down. It's a it's a whole thing. Whereas now the Nintendo 64 and the Sega Genesis or Mega Drive controller will have built-in home buttons and capture buttons. Well, there we it's go. Nice. So much better. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I will be buying all of it. Maybe not the Sega Genesis controller.
1: No, it's not much nostalgia. Most of it
0: yeah exactly yeah and that's just a personal thing uh yeah moving on from that big story because that was a really big story from the direct the shadow run trilogy is releasing next year on nintendo switch i have Wait. no
2: <laughs> i really wish i didn't buy the trilogy on pc last week no <laughs> literally the worst timing for this for me yeah it's
0: horrible <sighs>
2: oh well what can you do
1: but I heard Complain. so this is based off a tabletop uh like uh, RPG system. I
0: yeah. thought so. So I thought you could probably tell us a little bit more about this one. I
1: don't know a lot about it, but I know like the oh. lore of this like world is really interesting. Like people get like
2: Yeah, it's it's basically what would happen if, you know, a generic fantasy setting got, you know, time skipped to like future day. Yeah. So you got like orc hackers and
1: like elven
2: gun runners and
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Like, yeah, I've heard like it's a really good like system to play as well, but like the system is so tied into the lore, so it is a bit hard to get into.
0: Yeah, okay. Interesting.
1: But yes, uh more games coming to the Switch? Gonna be good.
0: Yeah, and for something like uh, also for like a this is trilogy
1: so three games for the price of
0: one kind of it'll be more <laughs> for that reason it'll be a little bit more but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this this game as well feels like perfect for the Switch or the Steam Deck so there you go Jake it's not all bad yeah when you get a Steam yeah, Deck you can play I, it on there I, hey like oh. at least
2: since I have the PC version I can at least mod it Also, so you can play it now
3: <laughs>
2: yeah
0: that too also, very true. Um, Konami finally confirms Castlevania Advance Collection, so that wasn't that, thats out already. So, oh yeah, that was
2: it. yeah on so, the board yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. It's like as part of the leak. this could be happening.
0: Yeah. So, I I haven't played any of the Castlevania Game Boy Advance games, but I've heard they're incredible. They're like really highly. Like it was like a peak of Castlevania.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people say that Aria of Sorrow specifically is like the best. Mm.
0: So and yeah, that's out now. So get on yeah.
2: it. Go get it. It's pretty. If cool. you like that genre. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, ActRaiser Renaissance is out now. So like a remake of the original ActRaiser.
2: Yeah, of of all things, like a old SNES yeah.
1: game. Yeah, which was part. Of a leak from uh GeForce like Nvidia yeah, came yeah, out, which so kind of goes, okay, all yeah. of that is legit. Yeah, um, which is crazy. One,
0: wasn't that the one we spoke about the other week uh, <clears throat> where it had like uh chrono? No, was... we haven't
1: talked about that because I only just no, saw this. No. Because I just see the leak suggested <laughs> a remake of Chrono Cross, and I'm like, okay, yes, I am I am yes. Yeah, so what this is,
2: is uh, the leak is a whole bunch of games that use, uh, like, Nvidia stuff, GeForce, that have, uh, you know... It's basically just leaked the next two years of game releases, which is insane. There are some, like, really interesting games. Like, a lot of them are just called, like, Project So-and-so, but you can kind of tell, you know, what that's going to be based on, you know, what company is making it. There's uh, some interesting things like Kingdom Hearts 4. Mm -hmm. The Kingdom Hearts mobile game is coming to PC. Mm -hmm. So is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled? Hell yeah, I'm excited for that. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, (laughs) we've
1: been waiting two years. Wanting this, like, now.
0: Yeah, because that's your favourite game. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah, there are like hundreds of games on that list that was straight up just leaked. It's like, we basically know every PC game that is going to come out Mm -hmm. in the next two years. If they happen to have like console releases as well, well, that's just a plus.
1: For for reference, with uh, Chrono Cross being my favorite game, Year 12, I had all this printing credit, which I didn't use. I printed off the entire walkthrough and I still have it. That is that's amazing. That is over three hundred (laughs) pages. Damn, dude! Yeah, uh, uh, I blocked up the printer for for a solid like half hour.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh,
2: I bet teachers love you.
1: It was the library printer,
2: Uh, so it was only students.
0: But yeah, also Final Fantasy IX remake in that leak. Final Fantasy Tactics remastered. Oh yeah, um, isn't that coming out? Yeah, soon? there's. Uh, or is that I a new know. tactics game coming out? That's a new tactics. Oh, that's game. right. Um, and there was also the that's where the Grand Theft Auto, uh, remake. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Vice City yeah. three and San Andreas. Yeah,
2: they were they were in there too. So yeah, that that's real. That's mm-hmm. happening.
0: So a lot of interesting things there. But obviously, yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Actraiser. Um, I, I've never played this game, but I've it's always kind of been one that, you know, people talk about and like speak fondly of. Um, yeah. It looks a little bit choppy from the... Ooh, from- yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that was the first thing that stood out to me. It's like, these animations need a lot of work.
0: Yeah, so maybe wait, I don't know, a couple of months for some updates or something. Maybe some patches and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, it looks... It looks cool and like the swapping between a 2D side scrolling, you know, action game to a city builder. Yeah, that was neat.
1: Mm. Mm. It kind of gave me um, Sukuna vibes.
0: I was thinking that as well. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say it
2: gave me Smelter vibes because it kind of does the same thing.
0: Yeah, Smelter.
2: You enjoyed that game, didn't you, Smelter? I did. Smelter was a really good game. Yeah.
0: There you go. Um. So, Delta Rune Chapter Two is out now on Switch. Cool. Obviously, a lot of people have been looking forward to that. Uh, Jake, I know how you feel about that, so you don't have to say anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just wake me up when we talk about the movie. Uh, I was gonna
0: say, uh, should we uh, talk
1: about that at the end because that's gonna be a, a big thing. Probably.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Delta Delta Rune Chapter Two um is available now. So I know a lot of people are looking forward to that one. So go download it. Why not? We'll we'll get Um, rid of all the games first. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's it. More Splatoon 3 news. Um, So. This was exciting. Yeah, this. Yeah, this got. This gave us a lot. And there were were definitely some moments where it was like uh, actual exploration.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Because I. Splatoon 3, I'm. Like, Splatoon, I'm more interested in the story than the multiplayer aspect.
0: Yeah, the. Splatoon has gotten very it got old kind of quickly for me yeah so I'm actually excited to hopefully have something to you know stick my teeth in. the best thing to do with Splatoon
1: is have friends over chuck out on different TVs and play it for 14 hours was it Jake? it was 18 hours 18 hours oh my god
0: I <laughs> no wonder why you got sick of it so quickly I didn't get sick yeah, of it. the first
1: was... one I played a lot it was the second one that like uh,
2: burnt me out yeah but yeah, like that gaming session, wasn't that day
1: off? That was day like off. Day of release. Actually, I think it was the day yeah. off. No, no, it was day off, because I played the story mode, finished it just as you guys rocked up. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, we, we played it so
2: much, we lost track of time. It was like, oh, it's 10am, <laughs> the next day. I had to
1: go to a, a friend's house to go watch Game of Thrones that morning.
0: <laughs> Good God. Yeah, we, so we, so yeah, that I mean this part. this looks but fa- <laughs> this does look fantastic, and you you're in like um there's different a abilities, so like a of Spider-Man ability, well. mm. like you're like you kind of like Spider-Man, yeah, way, like
1: flinging from. And the villains are mammals. Y- yeah, as well. Although they yeah, look yeah, like, the Octor- like the Ox or what, like Doctor Ling. Yeah,
2: I, I think what's going on is like possibly they've found some kind of, like, mammal thing and they're using experiments on it yeah. and the experiments are going awry.
1: Yeah. Splatoon lore is so interesting. It right? is. It's like yeah. 10,000 years in the future, I think it is. Because, nah. like, in the first one you find, like, a, an image and it has, like, one of the scrolls and it has someone crouched over as a skeleton holding their Wii U gamepad playing the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep. It's like, oh, funny part about that. Funny part about that, not many people holding Wii U's. Nope. Nope. He's probably holding a Switch. They sure are. Uh, Jake, do you want to take this one?
2: Sure thing. So, finally, (laughs) like nearly 1,400 days of absolutely nothing, we got more Bayonetta stuff.
1: Yay! Finally. I just like the. Uh, that the, being the said, Twitter. I am.
2: A- <laughs> yeah, that being said, I am irrationally mad that we didn't get to day 1400. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, at least wait another two weeks, please. But hey, <laughs> more Bayo. Finally.
1: Yeah, her styles. About that time. As good. That's the second
0: one. I do like the I- short hair from the second one.
2: Yeah, nothing can beat Bayo 2's design that was yeah. that was really good but what i do like about this though is the hairstyle is based on you know the same hairstyle she had when she was you know like 5 or 6 years old huh. mm-hmm. like little ceresa so i believe what's going on based on you know a whole bunch of things that i've taken from people also you know thinking about this they uh this is happening in a weird uh time setting because like bayonetta story is weird and at the end of bayonetta 1 some time shenanigans happen Mm -hmm. so we might be playing as like teenage bayon i
1: wonder if that's why they have a yes
2: that's probably yeah that's probably why they have a different voice actress but in reality (laughs) a real good voice actress could just you know yeah slightly alter their voice yeah and it would be more fitting yeah but yeah the uh because your voice doesn't change like a huge be- amount from
1: teenage to adult.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like that being said, from what we heard, the new voice actress, pretty good. Yeah, she's, she's pretty like, good. Like, it's, it's, it's still really noticeable, but she does a pretty good job, whoever that is. I can't wait to find
1: out. Also, like, her first line, I'm unfashionably late. It's like, <laughs> cool, we know.
0: Yeah. We get yeah. it. Yeah, very on the very on the nose with that one. Mm. Uh but let's let's go back to yeah, the one we were going to be talking about. Here we go. Speaking of voice All actors. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, let's stra- Okay, everyone okay.
1: strap yourselves in. This is going to be
0: an experience.
2: Oh, I can't wait to talk about this.
0: So, we got some more information about the Super Mario movie. It's coming, Holiday, twenty twenty two, and they announce the voice actors. I'm gonna read all of these out, and then we'll then we'll talk about them. So, so I'm
1: just trying to work out who this uh, person is for Peach. Okay, I've never heard
0: of it. Mario is played by Chris Pratt. Sorry, keep going. Yep, yep. (laughs) Peach by Anya Taylor Joy.
1: So she is in the Queen's Gambit.
0: Yes. Yeah, she is. Luigi. Charlie Day.
2: (coughs) Alright, yep. Keep going.
0: Bowser. Jack Black. (coughs) Toad. Keegan-Michael Key. And Donkey Kong. Seth Rogen.
1: (laughs) Plus, there's a couple other uh, people.
0: But they're the main ones. Voice cast. And there, and cameos by Charles Martin, then. which
1: is
2: yeah, cameos, not actual, you know, Mario or anything. So, but...
1: so quick thing: Chris Pratt has actually set out on his Instagram. He's not doing his actual voice. He's actually doing a voice for Mario. So it's not Chris Pratt think Mario. Good.
0: I don't that's know whether good. that's I. I don't know whether that's good or it's not. It's better than him but... just doing his voice. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's like, hey, like, it's, it's me, Mario. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> But it depends on what his interpretation is going to be. Like, it it could be better. It could be worse. But, okay.
1: I'll I'll get my part out of the way before Jake goes on his half-hour rant. Nah. Uh, so, my main thing, I've got two main things about it. Um, It more seems like they're trying to cast for a live-action version. Yep. Especially when you saw the pictures of the people. Yep. And secondly, um, this is more illumination problem. Um, animation, when it first, you know, was a thing to draw people in, they got big names. That died off around, you know, How to Train Your Dragon time. That was like your last one where they were using bigger name people. Mm-hmm. So you know, they were getting more people to fit the role. So you know, you could get voice actors to actually play the character instead of being. An actor. Yeah. Illumination has a track record of just doing big name to pull in more views.
3: Yeah. But you have
1: a Mario movie, which is the biggest name out there functionally. You don't need these big name people to drag people to the movies. Mm -hmm. You could have... My main thing is, Mario, you could have got new blood to actually work with Charles Martinet to be Mario long term because Charles Martinet eventually has to you know pass on the role you know
2: age is going to get like catch up to him eventually exactly this could have been the perfect
1: chance for someone to actually fit into the role for the future yeah but we have no it's Chris Pratt yes big name actors no chop no like no shots against Chris Pratt as an actor he's a good actor but I don't know how he is as a voice actor yeah. Well he he did voice uh in onward, Emmett. but he also was no, just in his own voice. Yeah, yeah,
3: but,
1: yeah, yeah. No. Onward, yeah. He was in onward, the Pixar movie, which is basically D and D. But
2: yeah, but like he he was Emmett from Lego movie. Oh yeah, well. he wasn't. Yeah, like I, like I believe he did like a slightly altered voice from you know what he usually does. Uh,
0: does yeah onward was just
1: his voice so it was yeah
0: yeah so i'm because i I was i was always going to see this movie like i'm still going to see the movie but i think now for different reasons
2: oh yeah same (laughs) I, i was i was always going to see it because like just the idea of a new uh animated uh mario movie especially if it's made by illumination I already know it's going to be
1: a trash yeah. fire. Yeah, as soon as Illumination <laughs> was confirmed to be doing this, yeah, I, I had no hopes. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I personally don't have too much of a, too much of an issue with Illumination, but like now that I've seen the voice cast, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be seeing this movie for very different reasons, and that is just like, what is this? What is it? What is it going to be? Do you know what I found out about this?
1: Not a lot of people knew there was going to be a Super Mario movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: you'd, you'd
2: be you'd be surprised how many people don't actually keep up with gaming news. That's a fair bit. I I love Jack Black; he's an amazing actor. Uh-huh. I cannot see him as Bowser.
1: Yeah, no, I would no, I would have uh, picked more. You know, Mark Hamill as a better Bowser because he does villains. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: This 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 movie always suffered from the issue of. Who are they going to get to play? Like, and actually, like, actually getting them to speak. Because, Mar- yeah. you know, they don't speak in the games. It's, you know, the the odd wahoos and let's go's and all that kind of stuff uh, that Charles Martinet does. Obviously, you can't have an hour and a half feature length animated film where they're just wahooing everywhere. Yeah, because, like, as
2: Charles Martinet, like, yeah, his, his, uh, his, his work as Mario is good as, you know, just little focal quips in a video game. But if he has to actually speak. Like full on, you know, acted lines in a like mm. hour plus movie. That's going to get grading.
1: Yeah, <laughs> big time. I mean, so I can see why. Did you hear how won. he got the Mario role?
2: Yeah, he just rambled on constantly yeah. until they ran out of tape. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so he could do it theoretically.
3: Mm.
1: But yeah, like uh, yeah. the the act, the cast choice seems way more comedic. Yeah, this is just going to be a comedy movie.
2: Well, yeah, like Chris Pratt, uh, Charlie Day, Jack Black, uh, Keegan Michael Key, and Seth Rogen—they are all comedians.
1: So who's ready for that uh, iconic Seth Rogen laugh of Donkey Kong? <laughs>
2: I hate his laugh so oh, much, it's so but bad. I love it at the same time. I I can't wait for them to like thinly veil some kind of weed joke. <laughs> I don't think that <laughs> would get past King. Nintendo, though, because Nintendo are very hands-on with this. It'll be bananas making him act
1: like oh, that. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. There, there will be ways that it will just go well over Nintendo's heads.
1: Yeah, they are very uh, sheltered.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Let's, um, um, there were a couple more cast oh. members for minor characters. Yes, the the only one of them that is actually
2: a voice actor is Kevin Michael Richardson. Who's Kamek? And he is, yeah, who plays Kamek. Uh, Alex, you would probably know him. Uh, uh, did you ever watch Lilo and Stitch? Yes. Yes, he plays Captain Gunter, the uh,
1: huge, ah. muscly, yeah, that dude. Also, Fred okay. Armisen as Cranky Kong. and sebastian maniscalco as spike why is spike getting a voice
0: yeah to announce spike is like i don't know
2: what it is with nintendo recently but they've been trying to
1: push spike like crazy yeah they
0: really have i don't get it i don't get it
1: Although, in saying that what Spike does kind of fits the illumination thing of, oh, pull a random thing out of your mouth. With, like, you know, it's going to be the minion's uh, character. He's he's going to be the
2: uh, the mallet space character for the comic relief. I didn't even think of that.
1: (laughs) What I found interesting is that Keegan Michael Key is tote. That is a very different way to take him. Yeah. That is interesting. I
2: God, the the memes that have come out from this is fantastic. Oh, this is but a like, pure the, meme gold mine. I I love seeing uh one uh Key and Peel skit uh that someone redubbed as Toe. The uh uh the AA Ron. Uh, please tell please tell me you guys know that I, I
1: know the bit but I haven't seen this redubbed. <laughs> yet yeah. It it is so good. I have not. Yeah. He's he's a uh, sub teacher uh, <laughs> and he's calling out like the class name and he goes A
0: Oh, A a Oh no I have seen that I yeah. have yeah. seen that uh yeah yep 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 yep
1: Yeah how, how come
2: you didn't uh you didn't call out when I was saying A a It it's pronounced Aaron. It mother- <laughs> just chucks everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's such a good bit.
0: I'm just the amount of videos I've seen of like Chris Pratt from Jurassic World and <laughs> like Yoshi voices over the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be amazing. Or
1: the uh, Charlie Day, uh, you know, as Luigi, the pep-
2: yeah, the Pepe Sylvia. Bit. Or how how I is the spaghetti?
1: That- what is your spaghetti policy?
2: <laughs> yeah. I
1: need entire
2: episodes of Always Sunny reanimated with
0: with Charlie Day's Luigi <laughs> I need that so bad it will happen give it a couple of weeks <laughs> amazing anywho I think that's uh, I I don't want to talk about it anymore
1: <laughs> so who's I, Charles Mane
0: going to be Wario Waluigi probably
2: uh, it'll never be Waluigi Nintendo doesn't oh yeah like Waluigi, Waluigi doesn't exist
1: naturally.
0: yeah it'll be Wario <laughs> Yeah, they'll get... Yeah, exactly. They'll get small cameos. And that'll be about it. Um, There'll be a minor villain oh, they
1: will be like, hey, this guy doing something off in the background and he'll get thwarted by a completely random, nothing to do with what they've done. Yeah. we will be like, hmm, that man sounds familiar.
0: I also realised in this article they didn't actually mention Rune Factory 5. So... This was another thing I was going to talk about. So, Rune Factory Five will release March 2022. Uh, interesting, interestingly enough, though. So, the Western version is confirmed to have same-sex marriage, and hey. in and yeah, and it will get an update in Japan when the game launches to have it there as well. Which I was, I I wasn't too sure whether that was going to happen in Japan, but good thing it is. But it's just going to be an, a patch update for yeah. later down the track.
1: Eventually, we will get it.
0: Yeah, but that's but that's March twenty twenty two, um, which is a big thing for, uh, like the Rune Factory series and obviously like life simulators and whatnot. It's been a while since you know it's been an ongoing thing, ongoing saga to have same sex marriage, and sometimes they do put it in, then they don't have it in for like future releases. Yeah, and, and they kind of tiptoe around that, so it's good to see that this is actually confirmed. Yeah, like
2: some some games are really weird because, like, sometimes they'll have like same sex marriages for the Japanese release, but none for the English release. So it's mm. kind of weird that it's kind of the opposite this time around.
0: Yeah,
1: or have very like, limited it... like same sex marriage that sometimes don't make sense, like in Fire Emblem. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> like where one character can marry a female character, and one like that's not your player character, but they'll marry you know. Someone else, that's also their same gender. It's like, but why can't the main character do that? Hmm.
0: I didn't actually know that. That was, a, I think it
1: was Petra, because, like, Petra, you can't romance as a female uh, play character, but you can't, uh, but apparently, one of the stories post is she gets with, um, oh, what's her name? The dancing girl. Uh, do- do- Dor- Dorothea. Dorothea? Dorothea? Yeah, yeah Dorothea, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like, in their post-story, if they're, like, matched together as much as possible, they can actually get married.
0: <laughs> I did not do the whole romantic thing in Fire Emblem. That is not why I played th- those games. Yeah. I know it is a reason why a lot of people play those games. Yeah. It, it It
2: is the major reason why Awakening did so well. Yes, it is. Yeah.
1: And it's why they've included it in every single Fire Emblem since. Y- yeah.
2: Yeah. and But, like, clearly seeing from, you know, how they... Imp- uh, implemented it in three houses they're trying to you know push that off to the wayside so it's not as much as a main feature of the franchise it's not like
1: blowing the microphone to uh blow on the character yeah they cooled him down
2: after a bath (laughs) god that was creepy oh
1: that was so creepy
0: (laughs) i don't want to ask Fates. yeah i I didn't that's your answer that all that much yeah this is weird (laughs) um okay moving on so that was all the news and that was oh this is gonna be a long episode um but let's move on to the indie roundup so this is a section where we talk about upcoming indie titles within the next week or two um so games that are either there's a lot of hype around them or games that um they don't have a much hype around them but should and uh, should have a bit more attention around them um the first one that i wrote down I don't actually now that I think about this. I don't actually know but this is indie cuz it's published by Nusume. Uh,
1: it's indie enough. you reckon.
0: Mm. Indie enough. Okay. Uh anyways, uh Connect Tank. So this is uh, I'll read out a little bit. So mixing, making deliveries is never an easy job, but throw in huge and unique destructive tanks you have to battle into the mix. That's life as a new courier for Phineas Cat uh, Phineas Fat Cat 15, one of the top tycoons in New Pangia. That was actually quite hard to read. Pangaea, uh, but anyways, it Pangaea, sorry. Yeah, Pangea? like the
1: uh, what the Earth was when it was still connected.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I know it. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, this... I don't
1: know about Pangaea. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You yeah. went into dinosaurs when you were a
0: kid? I really wasn't, honestly. Ah, neither am I. Dragons are cooler. Yeah, agreed. That and Nickelodeon, apparently. <laughs> anyways this this game looks really interesting like it's very like nathan this might be a game yeah it looks really
1: interesting for what i can see
0: i need it's to see strategy a trailer RPG, but yeah but with a bit of puzzle elements and you're battling like on the top 1v1 it's it's obviously got like the kind of rock paper scissors aspect to it as well i mean
1: i haven't got a, uh, a review for until the uh, end of october so if we get it i can do it
0: this is <laughs> It comes out in two days as of recording. So on Tuesday. Hmm. Probably by the time this indie roundup comes up. Yes, it'll be actually the
1: same day. There you go. Because you normally so... release on
0: Tuesday, don't you? Yeah, I normally do on the Tuesdays. It's the easiest day to do So there it. you go. It's, it'll be released when you hear it. There you go. Uh, next up, releasing... Well, if you're listening to this when it launches, uh, tomorrow, but for easier, September 29th, A Juggler's Tale. This game, I've had my eye on this for quite some time. Um, actually, Bruno is tackling this one. It's his first code that he's received from us. Oh, neat. Nice. Hey, good on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this game looks fantastic. So, lead Abby the string puppet through a grim fairy tale world while you solve riddles, evade traps, and shake off pursuers. A juggler's tale is a cinematic puzzle platformer. Play as Abby the marionette and make your way through a medieval fairy tale world to find freedom. Why can't I so, think of
1: the game? There's a game that gives me uh, the exact same vibes.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm getting kind of like, it's similar to, I guess, Limbo. That's and, the one I'm thinking you know, of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like a, a bit different. Um, it's This is actually really interesting. The strings that she's been controlled by can actually get in the way of, cer- oh. of uh, certain obstacles. Oh, that's a cool idea. That's actually really yeah, cool. Yeah, so it adds to that puzzle element. Um, which is really interesting. Apparently, the game only goes for like two or three hours as well, so it's very bite-sized. Well, assuming you can so, actually
1: solve the puzzles.
0: Yeah, that's true. Two to uh, twelve hours. Two to a
1: hundred. <laughs> Depends how stuck you get.
0: Ex- exactly. But visually, it looks fantastic. It's got like a really co- like a medieval fairy tale yeah. world. Like you can see that straight away. Visually, it's
2: uh, really, really good. Look, yeah. I really do like the idea that you are playing as a marionette puppet. Yeah. Like, everything is in strings. That is... That is interesting. I'm surprised uh, there really hasn't been anything like this up-wise.
0: Fun fact, this is kind of off-topic, but fun fact, Eiji actually studied marionette performance. Like, creating marionettes. That's what he studied at university. And he had no experience in game development, and then he got a job at Nintendo.
1: That man that's can
0: walk
1: himself into a job.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only, only become the legend, Legend of Zelda director and producer and Hall of current Hall of Famer. Yeah, like, and that's and that's his degree. That is very think impressive, this,
2: honestly. To think there's an alternate universe where he is a puppeteer.
0: <laughs> what well, could have been. A world Next with up. a lot
1: less like in the Zelda.
0: Well, yeah, that'd be a sad world. Next up, we have Bonfire Peaks. So this one's September 30th. Set your bloggings on fire on a beautiful voxel art puzzle <laughs> island. Move onwards, upwards, and leave nothing behind. Bonfire Peaks is a puzzle game about closure by Corey Martin and published as well as co-produced by Dracneck, creator of A Monster's Expedition and Cosmic Express. Which, Cosmic Express, we just got... Uh, we just published our review on thanks to Lee. Um, so he published that review and he also did their other game. Uh, oh, I can never remember the title. It's, uh, it's hard to build a snowman. It's hard to build a good snowman, something along those lines. I'm sorry. Yeah. A good snowman is hard to build. There you go. That's the one. That's what it is. Um, close enough. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> but ironically as well, Lee is doing the review for this one. There you go. Um, our other newest writer. Um, so they've been hard at work, which is, which is awesome to see. Um, so yeah, this one actually looks really, really interesting. Um, so yeah, in in a way it's, it, I don't even know how to explain it. Almost. It's kind of like, um like you've got to pull out blocks and then you can use them as steps to go up further. Oh, there was a game that was like, this It was like fun blocks or something on the Wii U in 3ds never played i mm. oh, really
2: heard of <laughs> see when, when you said like pulling out blocks to use them as uh as platforms
0: like uh, my
2: immediate thought was catherine, yeah that's what my that's... thought was yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: actually, actually that's probably a better well probably a very similar um example but yeah kind of like catherine as well, where you are pulling out blocks and wanting to go up higher, but it is more... I, th- I think it's less hectic. I've mean, yeah, I'm not a that. huge fan like, of
1: this art yeah. style. Like, the, just the voxel art style in general, I've never been a huge fan of it.
0: Yeah, you either love it or you hate it, it's just, it, I think. The the pixels in 3D just kind of feel weird. Yeah. It almost looks PlayStation 1-esque. Yeah, it kind of does. I mean, personally, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I kind of... I kind of like the art style personally, but I can see how, yeah, it, it can get a bit jarring to some. But anyways, it's a cool puzzle game. I reckon that one, well, we'll see if how that one goes once Lee publishes his review, which by the time this goes up, should be out pretty soon, I imagine. Next up, we have Published by Humble Bundle, so, uh, or Humble Games. So you always know it could be something to look forward to. So this one is Unsighted. So Alma must traverse the vast city of Arcadia before the life force of her friends and herself withers away. Who will say? Who will you save, and who will you leave to turn unsighted? So, uh, I'll read a little bit more on that uh, because that didn't give too much. So, Alma, Alma is a. Let me start again. Alma is an automaton. (laughs) There we go. That awakens to a world in ruin after the war with the humans. Anima, the resource that gives Automaton sentience, is running out and turning Elmer's friends into mindless killing machines, the unsighted. It's always Anima, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Always Anima. (laughs) I... Okay, so the art, the key art that
1: they're using to, like, promote the game does feel very different to what they have in-game. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting that that. kind of, like, art-style in-game, but it's more like a SNES-style game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very yeah, pixel art, um almost like top down adventure. Yeah. Oh, with some game but with as
1: well.
0: Yeah, oh, it's was... got some aspects to that and very cybernetic uh cyberpunk kind of uh motif. Uh, what was the game that
2: I did a joy play of a while ago. Also it's think it was the full feature
1: co op. Um oh, that's pretty cool. Oh
2: yeah, that's pretty sick. But yeah, it's like the uh, the art style specifically, like the pixel. art, It looks like. Uh, I, I hate that I'm blanking on this name. I'm blanking but, uh, too. Yeah, like what was the first joy play I did? Damn it! Get on the YouTube. Where is it?
0: <laughs> Going up on the YouTube. I was gonna say, let us know. I'll I'll move on from there. We'll come back to that. But so you're gonna do I'm it pretty later. sure this is also coming to Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure this is also coming to Game Pass. So if you got Game Pass, that one could be pretty cool. There we go. Next one: Doom and Destiny Worlds. When Destiny, or this one, sorry, October first. When Destiny calls for help, but no one answers. Only four nerds can save the day. Stranded and naked on a shore on of an unknown planet, four friends wake up afflicted by the most common video game disease: amnesia. Who? Some of them. Why are they here? How will they return home? What's for dinner?
1: This is the same thing where the art style looks different to the actual gameplay.
0: Yeah, it's a running theme. Yeah, but it, I thought this one would be curious for you guys as well because it's kind of RPG, but it's got a little yeah, bit of strategy to it. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. <laughs> yeah,
2: it. It, it, it's it kind hard of to looks s- like what really would happen tell. if you. Yeah, it, it kind of looks like what would happen if you mix something like Stardew Valley with like a turn. Yeah, that's RPG. what I was thinking.
0: Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of. Uh, Item management, there's a screenshot. Oh, yeah, that's...
1: <laughs> I think that's when you do four-player local co-op, because that's actually an option, which is very rare to come across these days. Yeah. Oh. like oh that. That
0: screenshot's I'm, got a lot going on.
2: I'm looking at, you know, said screenshot. Someone is creating a bomb, and I'm just looking at the ingredients. One of the
1: ingredients is called a mountain fart.
0: <laughs> there, there it is, Mountain fire.
1: um So, it, a little bit further down in the uh, description, one of the uh, key, for, in all caps, is dangerous to go alone. Take this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very on the nose. Though. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I still think it looks kind of cool. And it
1: does actually quite look uh, neat. And the characters, like, outside of the game, like, the actual art design looks really, like, fun.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, you've got your monk, your barbarian, your wizard, and your rogue.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's very, very much uh, fantasy, fantasy tropes, but in a, in a good way, I think.
2: I love how that one guy is just wearing a
1: colander for a hat. Yeah, and the <laughs> wizard has a uh, like a mixing spoon that's the wand.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> with a that's couple fun. feathers. That's fun. It is. Fun. It is.
1: It's and there's a and there's a goblin the... wearing a monkey suit. <laughs> it's
2: so there
0: is. That's cute. And the barbarian, his axe has its price tag still on it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think this one is, uh. it's, it's very tongue in cheek. It's, it's very, it's not made to be taken too seriously. But yeah, it does look kind of cool. This next one, I think it looks very cool, and I've been following this one for a while. Rainbow Billy, the Curse of the Le- of the Leviathan.
1: Yeah, I saw this. Was this in the direct?
0: Uh, no. No, well, it was
1: in the indie thing, wasn't it? Uh, we had not long ago. I don't think so. Where did I see this?
0: I shared it to the Discord. That
1: would be why. That would be
0: <laughs> why. I was like, where did uh, I, I see one...
1: this recently? This looks really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, October 5th, this one. It's a little bit more pricey than regular indie games, so it's 30 US dollars. So probably about 40 odd Australian, oh, 37.50. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, if it gets decent reviews, then it may well be worth it. I don't want to. I don't want to say like indie games aren't worth. Oh no! More. I don't want to say that, but um, some of, some of the best games out there are indie. Hollow Knight's fifteen US dollars. Yeah, like that is well underpriced. Uh but anyway, so Rainbow Billy: The Curse of the Leviathan is a wholesome creature capture, two point five D adventure puzzle platformer with RPG elements. It is a family-friendly and openly accessible adventure in which you must save whimsical creatures by bringing back color to the world you once knew.
1: Kind of like the Blob, or um... now I can't remember the other game. <laughs> no, it's gone. Oh, Desert Radio, don't they like bring back color and stuff? No, is it like getting rid of? I don't. know. For some reason. I was... Oh, they've like they're tagging stuff. They spray yeah, paint things, which yeah, kind they of like brings stuff. color to the world. Wasn't there something? And I swear there's something that has a similar gameplay to Jet Set Radio, but like the colouring stuff.
2: That does, yeah, that that does sound familiar. I think I may have played it.
1: But yeah, like, you Just know, you bring colour back to the, the world. It's a, it's a common trope in some games. Yeah. yeah.
0: So picture that with a bit of like cuphead kind of design.
1: Yeah, it has that. Uh... Yeah, very, very
2: uh, 1920s rubber hose yes, animation rubber hose. style.
0: Yeah. But with a 2.5D Uh, like world which could be quite interesting Uh, a bit of platforming elements as well which i don't mind personally um and it's certainly got some i don't know it's got it's it's got a whole mix of it's a mixed bag of like a whole different kind of things which could either be really good or really bad so i guess i guess we'll see once reviews come out of it but i yeah i have been following this one for a little while and it's i don't know i think it looks cute and it has potential so it's definitely one to keep your eye on, and but obviously make sure that it reviews well, I suppose. Because mm. it it's it, it's quite ambitious in what it's trying to do. And the last one is The Lightbringer. So this is October 7th. The Lightbringer is a story-driven adventure platform game set in a beautiful world claimed by a vile corruption.
1: Do you use a so boom, right? We'll just...
0: uh, yes.
1: Because, like, yeah, the... The light, yeah, the oh. L in the light is a boomerang, yeah. and it looks like he has one in his hand. I thought that, yeah,
2: I thought that would have given it away. Nathan. Well, it's not like you can see it in
1: the like the actual images of the game, though. Yeah, you can. I... See, his back. I can see it on one, but like on the ones that I couldn't see,
2: I could see it in like every screenshot. Get, dude, you need you need uh, new glasses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um. So yeah, this is a it's a it's a 3D platformer but not uh I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's almost like kind of top-down adventure but as a 3D platformer mm. in a way. Uh like camera camera angles kind of isometric fixed-it camera angle. Uh, yeah. I, I actually don't know if it's f- Oh yeah, fixed in terms of the the perspective. Um, yeah, but I think you can move it in a 360. Yeah, it's like a overhead. Exactly, exactly. But I yeah, this one looks fantastic. $15 US, so that could be like 22.50 normally uh, Australian, which is, you know, about what you'd expect for an indie indie title. I think this looks fantastic and I'm actually really keen on it because, you know, well, I love my 3D platformers and it's got yeah, some Yeah, it it looks pretty cool. Yeah, and it's got some Legend of Zelda aspects obviously with the boomerang um and like it's kind of like Legend of Zelda cross-fixed 3D platformer. It looks neat. I agree. It I, does look neat. I actually think we got an offer for a code on this one. Ooh. Yeah. I just know I've got so much. Oh, there's a demo. There is a demo available. Go play the demo. I might I might download the demo after this and give it a go. I already have a demo to download
1: after
0: this. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even played the um, the triangle strategy demo. That came out oh, ages same. ago. I've, I I've know. been meaning
2: to do that for the longest time. I
0: know. Just slipped my mind. Yep. Come on, guys. Uh, there's too much. There's too much. Anyways, but that is the indie roundup. Um, we th- also thought this time one we didn't get a question, but mainly we didn't want. Um, it was actually it's actually a, probably a blessing in disguise that we didn't get a Patreon question this fortnight because we're already at two hours and 10 minutes
1: i mean we expect this oh geez yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and i gotta edit this that's gonna be fun uh but let's do the everyone's favorite part of this podcast name that game so if you're not familiar name that game there is a game i have a game there are ten hints, which I'll give to them one, which I'll give to these guys one at a time. They have five guesses: two between hints one and five, two between hints six and nine, and one final one uh, after the final hint, hint ten. With that, there are also two lifelines. They can ask me one yes or no question and a switchaboo lifeline, which is a recording from Steve. Steve was uh, good enough to provide his voice for this one, and. Yeah, so so there are two lifelines they can use at any time, but they have to ask a yes or no question first, and they can replace those for guesses if they want to Which as we well.
1: functionally wasted last time because the lifeline was the exact same thing that we asked. So yeah, funny. Yeah.
2: So funny. Let, let's, hope, let's hope this one isn't as embarrassing as last one. Where we're the big dumps.
1: <laughs> Overcooked, guys. Overcooked. Again, I have only heard of it. I don't know anything else about the game.
0: Oh, people would be so mad at us. Uh, okay, so let's get started. This game launched on Nintendo Switch in 2017. The Switch version has a 62 on Metacritic. It is a uh, features competitive multiplayer. The solo campaign can be played with two-player co-op. And it was the first game in the series since 2010. Super Bomberman oh. R. Oh. Damn it.
1: Uh, as soon as you wow. said 2017, I'm reckon, I'm like, I reckon it's a
0: four off That's the fastest one yet. Bam. That was better Damn. than Overcooked. It was also developed in Japan, developed in the Unity engine, was a Switch exclusive until it launched on PC, PS4, and Xbox One in 2018. A Battle Royale spin off version launched on Stadia in 2020 and then came uh, to other systems in 2021 and published by Konami.
1: Yeah, as soon as she started going more and more, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely about bomb, bomb are.
0: Ah! Hey, I
1: got this game actually, on launch. I was, like, excited for this.
0: Yeah, so did I. That being said, that's probably really good that you got it so quickly because of how long this episode has gone for. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah.
0: But <laughs> Less just, editing for you. But why, why
1: don't we actually get the, um, the voice line? So it's not wasted.
0: Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, let's hear Steve's voice. Let's hear his Britishness. Uh, Okay. The series this game is a part of traces its origins back to 1983
1: and has had over 20, maybe even 30 different spin offs and sequels in that time. My first experience was uh, on the Game Boy. Same. Where you could actually have Wario. I, think. Mm. I didn't know that. I Think I can't remember. Mine was,
0: mine
2: was a '64 game. That was the second Bomberman game I played. It felt weird going from the Game Boy one to that one. Yeah, I can see a that.
0: Yeah, isn't that like more of like an adventure Bomberman as well? Yeah. They they've yeah. added
1: a lot of uh, DLC characters to it as well, which are just a bunch yeah, of Capcom characters, the Konami characters. Konami camp, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, um, like one of them, you can actually just phase through bricks and end up next to your opponent, drop a bomb, then phase back over to your side and knock them out straight away. That seems
2: overkill.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That seems OP. That seems like cheating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Konami, so. (laughs) But anyways, thank you for getting that so quickly, Nathan, because we'll wrap it up there. Um, and thank you everyone for listening to episode 19 of the Switchaboo podcast. Um, all and also, obviously we'll do, you know, last minute plug. Obviously you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Switchaboo News, Instagram, Switchaboo, Patreon.com slash Switchaboo, YouTube, Switchaboo and Switchaboo Joy Plays. Big news with us, with our uh, Switchaboo YouTube channel. We got to that first milestone of hundred subscribers.
3: Yay. Please come
0: subscribe. You'll get uh, the Indie Roundup early. Exactly. Also, if you listen to this, if you, obviously if you're a patron, you listen to this early, or if you listen to this on Friday when it launches, we actually have a, a little competition to uh, to celebrate. We So this is going until Sunday night, or S- Sunday night Australian time, but we are giving away a $15 Australian eShop gift card. But if we can reach 200 subscribers before then it'll be it'll become a 50 dollars eshop gift card so make sure to enter into that one you can find that on our twitter page and also we have a private discord where well it's actually sorry a public discord uh but with all of us um so you can find that it's pinned to the top of our twitter page
1: and feel free to talk to us
0: yeah talk to us ask us a question we can answer it on the on the podcast we love engaging with with our fans our listeners readers um anyone who um yeah wants to participate there we love hearing from you guys but thank you everyone for listening and remember to have fun enjoy see you